Heavy Metal Month is over, and we're beginning Huge it. success. Huge. People Greatest. are finally waking up to what Hair Metal Sean's all about. 82 downloads mm-hmm. on Buckaroo Banzai. He was sitting at it 40 for forever. Yeah. You're welcome, Sean. Pe- yeah, people must have had all those suggestions. They're like, wow, I really need to get in touch with this uh, this Yacht Rock Hair Metal Sean guy. Yeah. And sure enough, they did. We got in touch with him last week. We had a good old time with him at the wrestling show. Oh, yeah, the wrestling show. That was that was so wonderful. It was, yeah, I'm so was, glad you sent me that gif of uh, our man, Dalton Castle, oh, doing was, his. Yeah, that, was, that was straight from what we saw. Yeah, yeah, I knew. Yeah, I yeah. recognize every gyration he did there. Yeah, it was great. It was wonderful. Well, it wasn't great. He lost. I didn't like that. But it was good to see him live and in person. Yeah. I mean, you could see he had, like, a back brace tucked in. So I was like, "What? Yeah. how much is he going to be able to do? But he still, yeah. he still got, uh, took a beating. Yeah, we, I mean, we, we learned a lot from that show. Cause Griff and I, we always comment on I mean, I guess I would describe you and I as, oh. like, sophisticated lowbrow. Like, we're into, <laughs> like, lowbrow shit, obviously, the movies we cover. And, I mean, like, especially with, uh, you, you know, we, li- we, li- we love art. We love the shows. We love going out and supporting the small, uh, the small independent things. Yeah. So of course we're gonna go to a wrestling and you know the to right. the Harpo bands and all that. Right. And but we we I don't know, I don't want to sound like a snob, but we consider yeah. ourselves a little like we look around and we're like, where the fuck do these people live? Like I yeah. never see these people out in the real world. I mean, we're talking about the people who have like the intense amount of. Uh, like tattoos, face piercings, like the sev- yeah, yeah, like the one dread that droops over their face, juggalo kind of people. <laughs> yeah, like, and we're like, we always wonder, like, what do you work? What do they do? And we yeah. learned that they work at Kroger. Yeah, I, I always uh, this is from traveling alone. I pick up on a lot of conversations, and so we're sitting there, and I hear a woman behind us yell out. Something to the wrestler, like, I want to suck your dick right now in front of my boyfriend. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. and he was he was like, what? You can't yell that out loud. He was like a small child sleeping in front of us. Yes, he was out like a light uh, after the Dalton Castle match, mind you. I was almost out. I was so exhausted. It was so much like high-intensity intensity. energy. And so the woman retorts with, nobody goes to the Kroger I work at. That's it. They work at Kroger. So... The end of the story, she sucked his dick. <laughs> she sucked and the wrestler's his dick. his boyfriend took a picture and put it on Instagram. That's that's a... Well, I think Instagram might take that Which one. was? One of the Delaware tweakers? Was that who she wanted to fuck? Yes. It was definitely one of the Delaware tweakers. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, they were an interesting tag match. Uh, they, I guess uh, the week before, they actually had a match with the Rock and Roll. Oh, really? Yeah. 60-year-old wrestlers, Rock and Roll Express. Against 45-year-old Delaware tweakers. Well, they're probably like 30. That's a scary part. That, yeah. I, I'm willing to also believe that. So, but Getting back to this, our, our movie. This movie, it's so good. We both, when, when you came in today, we were both like, wow, what a fun movie. I saw this movie a million times. I, never, I don't remember it coming out in the theaters, but I remember watching it a million times when it was on cable. Because it was always on cable. Yeah, this seems exa- grade-A material for cable I totally movie. forgot how fucking cheap as fuck this movie looks. Like. 90% <laughs> of it is done in fast-forward. <laughs> and uh, But, yeah, hell of a time. I loved it. Was, I, I didn't see it in 30 years, and it, it brought me back. I enjoyed it. Yeah, and it's like 
there's so I have so many theater theories about what you were arguing about one crucial scene. We yeah, we should have been. Uh, <laughs> you know, we always do that horrible joke. Save it for the pod. <laughs> we couldn't even do that. We were no. we were. There's uh, a lot of confusion. So, amongst these theories, I have one that goes like this: undefeatable Paul, Paul from Undefeatable. He's got that shrieky no. I'm, I've never heard of it. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> wow, that's the first I've ever heard of this. Yeah, then, first the I've show. Ever heard of that. Uh, <laughs> so, our character in this movie, Jason, I'm pretty sure is th- this is like an unofficial prequel, even though it came out first too. Undefeatable. Well, Undefeatable is a sequel. Yeah. yeah. So it, it did come out. After. It's the unofficial sequel to this movie because Paul. I love how they did that. It's meta. It's fun. This is semantics. Is a prequel? Is it only a prequel when it comes out after the movie, or you like like uh, Star Wars is not the prequel to Empire Strikes Back, is it? I mean, it's just. I think you would still technically call it that. Okay, I don't know. I don't know the. Yeah, I don't know either. Is prequel even a word? Isn't it just like made up? Like people I, just made it up when the new Star Wars movies came I think, out. I think they did. Yeah. George Martin invented it. Wait, George Martin. Yeah. George Lucas. After he got done making the White Album, it was like, I'm making... <laughs> the White Album? Yeah, George Martin was the uh, producer of the Beatles producer. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it works. Think, yeah. I'm George R.R. Right R. Martin. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Now I'm, I'm, I, I'm second-guessing we're, myself. We're I think George Martin place. was the producer of the Beatles. I, I want to uh, bring up something we were excited about, and then we had our uh, hopes dashed on. Because we wait, wait, wait. We're getting away from. Uh, we were talking about undefeatable. Yeah, I need to bring something up. Okay, you're not gonna believe this, Griff. Over the weekend. Oh shit! Sorry, over the weekend, I was stamped all over this. Over the weekend, I made. I contacted the man himself, Don Nyam, aka Paul, on Twitter. Paul. That is a huge get for us. Yes. Well, I contacted him because I was like, you know, occasionally on Twitter, by, by the way, all you should be following was at G&G Theater on Twitter because every once in a while I do my unsung villains of action, my unsung henchmen of That's action. That's so appropriate. And I got to call, I had to say, this guy deserves some recognition. He only did one fucking movie. I even pointed out in the tweet, I'm like, how the fuck did Ginty, that piece of shit, Robert oh. Ginty, have a a movie career, and yet this guy's like in two movies. I'm sure someone came out to defend Ginty, too. They did, and I shut him down. Oh. I was like, fuck that guy. He can eat his own shit. Oh. If he wasn't dead, I'd wish him death upon him. Oh, jeez. But so I, I, I tagged him, and he, he fucking came back. And he's like, hey, man. He's, and he's, he's as nice as you want him to be. He was like, yeah. thank you so much, guys. That is so cool. And he followed us. I followed him back. That's so cool, man. So I'm... I'm ha- and, he, and then, of course, because everyone's a star fucker, everyone has to jump in on it and be like, oh, we love you too, Paul. And uh, it, But if, it, I felt good for him because I could tell he was touched, that like somebody remembered. Because he obviously he's not into doing movies anymore. <laughs> and he was just like, wow, guys. Like, and he complimented our Twitter. He's like, great post, guys. So it was, oh, a, wow. it was a love fest. So, Paul, shout out to you. I hope if you do listen to our undefeatable episode, we didn't shit on you <laughs> because we do love you, man. Oh I mean, my goodness! I mean, people got to realize this. We have we have this issue with our buddy Mike. You can like something and still make fun of it. It's absolutely one of our top villain performances. Like it, we constantly reference it. 
we're constantly talking about it, it's it's ingrained in our memory. Well, like ninety percent of the movies we've cut. I mean, there's ten percent we fucking really genuinely hate. Yeah, but ninety percent of them we fucking love. I mean, this because we're ripping on doesn't we don't get. I mean, I fucking get. I got a ton of enjoyment. This movie we're talking about today is not good, but I got. A I love shit it. Ton of enjoyment. I love it. There's it. so many questions. There's so, like I said, so few answers. So few. So so few many tucked-in shirts. So many. Murray, I, I'm getting hopeful here. I'm I'm really excited to get into this episode. So the last thing we want to talk about. Good. We had a giant venture. We were about. We we had our finger. Oh on the yeah. Button. I'm glad you bring this up because me and Griff talk about this all the time. Whenever. We get like absolutely no reaction on our social media for our episodes. We get huge fucking like downloads that week, and it's, it was, we don't get it. We get weird. So I, I gotta believe, and it, it happened last week for our, our uh, Legion of Iron episode. And I gotta believe it's because you guys fucking love tube socks. Because we got really into tube socks last week. It has to be. So you know me, Griff. I'm always thinking about the angle. How can we make money off of this? Yeah, there's a million closeted tube sock loving fuckers tube out there. Fe- tube fetish, buddy. Yeah. And there's a. I want to put up a, a website called Tube Tube. Yeah. And it's just tube socks. I love it. But before that, I call I call my man in China, Quan. Yes. And I'm like, Quan, people love. Fucking tube socks. I need a million pairs of tube socks with G and G monogrammed on them. Stat next week. I need those. Yeah, they're gonna sell out. I'm already. I haven't even put them up, and there are already people wanting to buy them off. I mean, you've got a price in your mind. You already know it's probably only gonna cost me so much to get it here. Right. Exactly. That's why I go to my buddy Quan in China. Yeah, he hooks me up. Yeah, and it's a very reasonable price. Probably the greatest price. And Quan's like, sorry, can't do it. You know, well, he said it in a very like racist Chinese way, like Chinese oh, accent. But I'm not gotcha. going to do that. But it sounded very racist. Very was... thoughtful of you. And he's like, "Those fucking tariffs, man." Donald tariffs. Trump. So he fucked you. So thanks, Donald Trump. When you're fucking later and your feet go cold because the romance ain't hot. <laughs> well, yeah, but you you usually think... what we learn from that movie. He's wearing stoop socks. <laughs> One person's not into it. Exactly. But uh, yeah, so if there's any, if there's any reason to not vote for Trump next year, it's to get tube socks here. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I heard Bernie and Elizabeth Warren are like they're gonna just drop those tariffs first yeah. day if they win. That's why you've been seeing them both waving tube socks at their rallies. Exactly. I, I didn't know what was going on, but then it two and two clicked in. Yeah. So. So let's warm people's feet. Let's get in. Let's, let's get warm. No, some, let's warm their hearts. Let's warm their hearts. Because we're going to talk about. Oh, we're going to talk about a great movie. So I'm just, fuck. I'm just going to go to the, the trailer. Please we got to get into this. So uh, we're going to do a little bit of. No retreat. No retreat. No surrender. Jason Stilwell wanted to be a champion, but he's having a tough time at school. No excuses here, mister. Let's see what you're made of. And a tougher time at life. Stay out of the way, punk. She's mine. But Jason has a dream. 
someday I'm going to be just like him. He needs a little help and a lot of guidance. Now your training begins. He's just found the best. Set the images all in your head. The result is power. Now, Jason's getting serious, getting fast, power, and getting competitive. He wanted to be a champion. You're good. I get better. But he never expected to be a hero. No retreat. No surrender. Naturally, karate movie started out in a dojo. Yeah, we got a, our boy uh, Jason doing his katas. Yeah. Is that what that's called? Katas? Yeah, the moves, the katas. Oh, very fancy. And we, we well, we don't learn right away, but his dad is the sensei. Yeah. I, I didn't catch that relationship. No. Even even when he ends up going to Seattle, I was like, why did he go with <laughs> these strangers? No, and then finally, I was like, oh, father. His dad looks like, to me, Ashton Kutcher, if life didn't turn out well. Like, if he just wound up being a, a karate instructor in L.A. Yeah, I could see it being like his brother. Yeah, just a, I mean, he's yeah. a little older looking than Ashton Kutcher, but I'm just saying, I got that vibe off Yeah, of I could see it. I'll see. I'll go with you. So, there. he's and he's really disciplined. He's like, you know, you know punch, block, punch. <laughs> and then we see this kid, who we learn is Jason, the star of the movie. He just buffs out. He just starts doing the Bruce Lee noises. Yeah. And he just starts fucking... Goofing well, they're, off. They're sparring with, uh, yeah. they, like, they separate to spar, and they're just supposed to be doing, like, these simple two-punch techniques, and right. Jason does one, then his partner does one to him, and then Jason unloads on his partner, right? and he does all the Bruce Lee noises. He actually fucking, like, kicks the dude, which, when I saw that, I was like, oh, he's He's not, uh, uh, like, channeling uh, Bruce Lee. He's channeling Steven Seagal, Sensei Seagal. I mean, yeah. that was Seagal's movie. He's well, always cheap-shotting people. Well, I, I heard rumors that Bruce Lee was cheap-shotting people on the set of Green Hornet. Oh, was he? That's oh. what caused the whole kerfuffle with the Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah? That's loosely based on real story. Oh, no with shit. With Judo Gene LaBelle. We've talked about Judo Gene LaBelle on this show. He's been on. He had the, he's got the baby Nang Chen. Oh, we love him. Beautiful. Because even though he's 80, he's probably still kick our ass. Oh, definitely. And that's another reason why I hope Paul, like, doesn't get offended by our undefeated. He's probably forgotten about us already. But <laughs> if he does, because the dude's, like, got to be, like, 60 now, and he's still jacked like a motherfucker. He oh looks like he does in fucking undefeatable still. Yeah. And so I don't want to see The only that. thing that's missing is 60 pounds of hair on his yeah, head. Yeah, he's got the short hair now. Yeah. So, yeah, because, uh, yeah, I want to get into this, because this movie's about Bruce Lee. Okay, you didn't see Once Upon a Time, Upon a, upon a Time, and... Hollywood? What is it called? I, I, it's, I it's close enough. There's a scene. There's no spoilers to it because this scene has nothing to do with the plot. There's not much plot to it. I enjoyed the movie, but there's not much plot to it. But Bruce Lee, in real life, Bruce Lee, he was doing a Seagal thing where he could, and, he, and it wasn't like he was being a dick. He just didn't feel like it looked real enough when you're not, you know, you're doing the stage punches where you're missing yeah. by a mile. So he was fucking like stuntman up. And so this guy who's running the stunts was like called up Gene LaBelle, who's also a stuntman, but he's also like a judo master. He's like, Gene, Bruce is like 
hurting everybody. Can you like set him straight? Like, because he's not listening. He's just like, whatever. I'm gonna do what I want. He's like, okay, I can do that. And then so Gene LaBelle came on set, and they, he was like, he like was gonna kick a Bruce something, and he puts Bruce in a fucking headlock. Yeah. And then puts him in a fireman's carry, I guess. And was carrying him around, and Bruce is like, put me down. I'm gonna fucking kill you. And he's like, no, because I put you down. You're gonna kill me. Yeah. So. They became friends, and it, like, and Bruce Lee learned, like, hey, the, and this is why Bruce Lee was so innovative because the, back in the day, it was like if you knew karate, that was it. There's nothing better than karate, and you can't add to it. And that was, and every discipline had that mentality. And Bruce was the first to be like, I'm going to take the best from every martial art and yeah. create my own, and which is basically what MMA is now. And so, yeah, so in the movie, Brad Pitt is kind. He's not Judo Gene LaBelle, but he's like a stunt man. Yeah. And he's just sitting there, and Bruce is talking a lot of smack. I guess people got upset with the fact that like, Bruce Lee would never talk shit. He was always like classic. Like, he was always karmic and Nirvana and shit and I, centered. I mean, I said this: the headstone that we'll see later in the movie. He's wearing these <laughs> giant sunglasses, like uh, a deep V T-shirt. I was like, he looks like a dick, kind of on his headstone. Yeah, first of all. We all love Bruce Lee. Yeah, absolutely. Including Quentin Tarantino. I guarantee you Tarantino is a Bruce Lee fan. Absolutely. I think you would have a hard time finding someone in the U.S. population who doesn't at least appreciate Bruce Lee. Right. And so he's, like, talking smack, and then, like, Bruce is like, and then, like, uh, Brad Pitt's character says, like, something snarky, and Bruce is like, oh, you want to fight? Yeah. You know, he's like, 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 well, this, we're going to, you know, we're not going to hit each other in the face. I'm an actor. I can't get hit in the face. But. So you knock we get two out of three, knock somebody down. That's a point. So Bruce, like he gets the first hit in, he knocks, he like does a, like a drop kick, flying kick, and Brad knocks him down. Mm-hmm. And Brad gets up, and then he tries it again, and Brad figures out that's his move, grabs him, and just hurls him into a car. So like you know, yes, in real life, Brad Pitt cannot beat up Bruce Lee, but this is a movie, people. I don't know. I've seen. Uh... Brad, Brad Pitt, you said his name was? Yes. I've seen him. He looks pretty tough. I don't I think he's Bruce he, Lee tough. I bet he could. <laughs> and so, just lighten up, people. Because people like, we have to cancel Quentin Garantino now because he dared besmirch. Because, like, like everybody who dies young, you become the per- Like, Kurt Cobain's the greatest songwriter of all time. He'd oh, yeah, be, no. If Jimi Hendrix would be playing casinos right now if he was still alive. I'm sorry. That's just the truth, you yeah. know? I could see Hendrix's career being a lot better than Kurt Cobain's career. Well, Nirvana was going to break up anyway. Yeah. Whether he lived or died. Yeah. And so it's just like, you know, everyone becomes a saint when they die and shit. First of all, Bruce Lee died a dumb way. I heard, because there's always these mysteries, I heard he died of an allergic reaction to hashish. He, like, ate some hashish. Oh, wow. And he did it before, and it almost killed him. But he was so cocky, I guess. I'm guessing playing into Tarantino's interpretation, he did it again, and it made his brain swell. Oh, That's what wow. I heard. I might be wrong. There might be some... Like, I know ninjas did it because he gave uh, kung fu to the white man. That's another one of the you know, things. Yeah. But yeah, so lighten up on Tarantino. He doesn't mean anything by it. It's just a fucking movie scene. All right? Chill out. So we've got Jason, who's gone full dick mode. He's punching his partner, and his dad has to come in. Jason, what are you doing? Calm down. You're not Bruce Lee. You know, Jason is, worships at the altar of Bruce Lee. There's yeah. nobody better than Bruce Lee in Jason's eyes. Absolutely not. Like, we'll see. He's got plenty of adult mags where he just 
cuts out pictures of Bruce Lee's yeah, head you and know, puts them like over the ladies. Most, yeah, most like teenage boys would have like a pile of Playboys or penthouses they swipe from their dad or something. No, his smut is just Bruce Lee magazines. Yeah. So we're calming this, you know, this storm here, and suddenly these three men walk into the dojo. Straight and, out of central casting for mafia guys. <laughs> very much so. And on the tail uh, uh, walking in there is our man, John claude Van Damme. There's some guy in a white suit. All very in right. white. Slicked back hair. He's looking great. Dude. And uh, what is dad's name, by the way? I just dad. called him dad. Dad. I never got his name. So dad looks. The, uh, who's the main boss guy? I'm going to say he's Joey. So he looks because he, he's straight up doing a Pesci impression. Yeah, even though I guess this came out before Goodfellas, but it's like that. It's that. It's, one of, it's one of my favorite things when they have no names in movies. How you doing there? So Joey comes in. Hey, you doing there? And Dad is just no. I'm not selling out to you guys. And yeah. he's like, What we learn is the mob is taking over all the dojos in America for the fronts for their criminal activities. Mm. Which makes perfect sense. Very smart. Karate was huge in the 80s, so why not? So, Dad just saying no, that, like, they had already had enough of Dad. Well, they, they'd been around, they'd, this yeah. isn't the first time. Yeah, this isn't so the first time. So, he's just like, no. Strike three. It. And, sure enough, bearded villain <laughs> starts attacking uh, Dad. And Dad kind of takes care of him. Dad takes care of him. He plants a punch right across his jaw, knocks the guy down to his knee. But that's just what Van Damme was waiting for. Ivan. He actually has a name. Ivan the Russian. Ivan the Russian. Except in the the closing credits, he has a totally different name. Oh, did he? Yes. It wasn't even close to Ivan. Beautiful. Because he's Ivan Krashinsky in the movie. And then in the end, it's like something else. like like some other. Yeah. So... Now that uh, mob mob Bobby Joey is and uh, Bobby, okay. it was Bobby. Joey's the lead. Bobby okay. was the first tough. Unless, no, he's no, he is. He's Vinny. Vinny. Okay, Vinny was Vin, Vinny. Vinny was the first tough. So he's down. He's got one fist on the ground, one knee down. You know, John Claude launches off him. He runs up and vaults off the guy's shoulder and plants this kick across Dad's face that sends him spinning. I like read. I heard on. I read on IMDb that he was fucking people up too. He was doing some Seagal shit, like yeah. kicking people, and that they actually the guy who played Dad was the like witness for because remember in Cyborg where he fucked like blinded a guy with that knife boot thing. Yeah, he was like, hey, yeah, that shit happened on my fucking the movie too. Like wow. he was like against Van Damme. So right, like, Van Damme is is the reckless motherfucker. Okay. D- don't tell this to childhood, Griff. He'd be very disappointed to hear this. Well, he I would have cried it. if I saw he this He didn't movie. mean it, but... Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, he just lays out. And then, oh, oh he grabs... Dad tries to get his move in, so he kicks yeah. him, grabs the leg. Oh, like, puts, like, an elbow right into the fucking yeah, shin. Yeah, you hear it crack. Oh. And then Dad's like, awful. oh, no! Uh, and then he crumbles like a bitch. Yeah. They take him immediately to the hospital. Well, or... no, Jason... Goes, Dad, today. Oh shit, that's right. And then he gets punked out by Van Damme. That's right. He tried to take on Van. He's an idiot. Yeah, well, he thinks he's Bruce Lee. We just learned that like a minute ago. That's right. 
And Van Damme, it's like he doesn't even respect him enough to really fuck him up. So he yeah. just slaps him around a little. Yeah, he gave him some tippy tap kicks too. He did. He was dishing out the tippy taps. There's probably like forty tippy taps. And all out. We, as we, yeah, so then Dad he goes into the hospital and we get this like voiceover exposition where he's like, oh, they want to take over the, all the dojos. So we learn, you know, and he's like, well, if you're a bitch like me, you don't fight. You just go hightail it out of town. Yeah, he's just like, well, I give up. I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. So they pack up the fucking station wagon with the wood paneling on the side. And, beautiful. And the U-Haul in the back. And they take off to Seattle where all I, the pussies live. I love how quickly he found a house. It yeah. was one night. It took him one night. Well, he that, might, that might play into our our, our talks Time later lines. on. Oh, yeah. my God. The timelines of this movie. So, yeah, they show up. They got a house waiting for them. They're renting it. They didn't buy it. Okay, they're renting it. Still, and that was very quick. Mom and dad go immediately in the house. They're like, we're going to break this house in right. <laughs> you stay out here. Unload like, everything. Jason, there's some, there's some uh, boxes of Canada Dry out there we need. Because <laughs> all the boxes are Canada Dry. So Jason's unloading the U-Haul when we hear this nice, real funky music start in. And every time this character appears on screen, magical. like magic, which is one of my theories on this. I don't think RJ exists. RJ's a character we're about to meet. I think it's more he's in the thankless Steve James role where he is the cooler black guy who has to prop up our white hero and accommodate him and make sure there's no bumps in the roads for our white hero. Yeah. And that's his role. I just think Jason is so unlikable. I don't see how anybody would ever approach him. He always tucks a shirt in. Always. He's never so sure he didn't want to tuck in. I mean, uh, he doesn't know what a tube sack even is. Uh, Sleeves, optional. Deep V's, most of the time. And that hair. Fuck yeah. off. Yeah. So I don't, I, don't, I don't get how RJ's like, let me befriend this kid immediately. Well, he saw, I didn't he see, he saw him training because he's well, supposed he did, he, to be, he's supposed to be unloading the Canada Drive. He immediately, because he's all about himself, because yeah. he's a fucking douche. He grabs his kung fu gear. He, 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 he's like, the garage is my dojo. Fuck you, dad. Yeah. I'm claiming this. Dibs. Well, he's, he's already seen his parents banging too many times, so he's like, I'm just going to go to the garage. And he's got his fucking kung fu smut mags. He throws, scatters them everywhere. Oh, yeah. Puts like, up. Did you notice he's got like a, like a, it's almost like a speed bag. And he throws it up over like a rafter. Yeah. And then he, he cinches it and it should go all the way down the ground. It somehow the next cut, it's like right at like head level. There's a lot of very good editing in this. A lot of good editing. And then he goes to some, he, he fumbles with some shelves because that, that's foreshadowing. To oh, a just a little later bit. On. And then that's when RJ rolls in. Yeah. And then he's like, who's this fucking cracker? And it's like, hey, and he's, you know, the friendliest guy in the world. He's like, hey, man, I'll give you my soul. Well, that's going on. <laughs> that was uh, pretty accurate. While that's going on, we see our fucking fat as fuck piece of shit bully across the street. He's like, what's going on here? Eating fucking like he's eating a cake. He's eating cake. <laughs> a whole cake. He doesn't ever just put food in his mouth. He smears <laughs> yes. it across his mouth and he's then got just like a like, box of oh. ding dongs on the card he's next to And then he's drinking coke to wash down that cake. Like he is the epitome of diabetes. And he's just all nosy busy by what's going on here? He's like looking and shit cuz he hates we learned he's got some like history with RJ. Uh, yeah. Maybe RJ's looking for a bodyguard. Maybe that's why. Th- he is. Th- maybe 
Oh, this you see, this puts a whole new uh, wrinkle in my theory because, yeah. yeah, maybe RJ was just looking for somebody to take out, yeah. and he's got all that karate. Sh- blowing right. my mind here. Yeah, you're blowing a, my mind here. So, but he so he introduces himself. Hey, I'm RJ, and then he he like goes, Hey, do you like that that hip hippity hop stuff they're doing right now? Yeah, listen to this, and then he commences to give the weakest fucking rap. <laughs> Even by 84 standards. Hey, my name is RJ. <laughs> I dance and I do flips. And then while he does that, he tries to he like tries to climb up the, the shelves and do a flip, and the shelves break, as we learned earlier. Yeah. They were, they're not well put together. And and I also want to point out, okay, our, everyone in this movie is an awful actor. RJ, you think, okay, he got the role because he can break dance and he can rap. He can skateboard. And he can skateboard. He no, can no, ride. he can't do any of that. That's, uh, they actually have a body double for the break-in. Yeah. And it's like, really? Like, this kid got picked for his acting? Because he's horrible. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, 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 I called it out. I, I think he got picked just for the Jerry Curls. Could be. But they're fast friends. They're immediately like, you know, I would die for you. Yeah. Well, at least RJ is. Yeah. And Jason's like, hey, you know, I really wanted to go see uh, Bruce Lee's uh, grave. Do you think, uh, where is it? Do you think he can He's like, I'll there? do anything for you. Yeah. Meet me tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow morning. Let's hang out. Let's go to the grave. Let's, uh, let's hug. And, and maybe he's showing off his kung fu shit. That's called a wooden man. I don't, I, I don't think that's the proper name. But it's like the piece of wood that has like the, it looks like table legs sticking out of it yeah. and you like practice your blocking yeah. and shit and all that cool bruce lee shit they put up the fucking sweet inner the dragon poster or bruce with the fucking nunchucks on the wall and he's just like training he's doing his shit you know he's i mean jason's gotta get in a good exercise before he can sleep because right. and he's gotta be he's gotta be sound asleep because his mom is a screamer oh my god and <laughs> mom and dad are fucking all <laughs> night long <laughs> god damn and I don't I, know why, because his dad's such an embarrassing trip. I mean, he must have I, he must be packing some heat. He must be <laughs> he must be wearing some good <laughs> ass tube socks. There are no tube socks in his pants to that much. That's <laughs> some real fucking meat he's got there. So and, Jason has a nice dream. He dreams of Bruce Lee jerking off on him or something. <laughs> exactly. And uh next morning I believe um I believe they just hang. They just meet up. They're going to the car, or is this? Uh, no, we before oh, that, no, the skateboard. We get skiing. We I learned because we know we're all about research here. Yeah, that there was a scene that was cut. It may not even been filmed, but because we there's there's some history between RJ and Scott, who's a fat kid, the fat bully. It's on the the the, the editing floor. That well, one day at school, RJ trips Scott, and now Scott wants to murder RJ, and any chance he gets. So he's out power washing. His, we, he's just sitting down, stuffing yeah, his face. He's supposed to be power washing. Yeah, he's got like 50 fucking cans of Coke there. And they, it's new Coke on top of it. how fucking disgusting uh, this guy is. And he's just like sleeping. His dad's like, hey, there, you need to be power washing these windows. And then he sees RJ on a skateboard. Well, he doesn't see him. He hears that RJ theme music starting up. Cause oh, R- that sounds good. Like. <sighs> And then he sees a, a double doing skateboarding tricks, and then he sees RJ. And then I just want to point out something. I've I've used a power washer. You could seriously fuck somebody up hitting yeah. them with a power. You could kill somebody hitting them with a power washer. And he jumps out when RJ is literally four inches in front of him and gets him right in the 
face. Like his Jerry Curl wig, because he was still the stunt double at this point, almost flies off. Right. It's dangerous. And then he's like, I'm going to get you. And then his little. He jumps on him. He starts pummeling him. And then I I think he's like, hey, there's a can of Coke unopened over there. And Fatty's like, oh, I better go retrieve that. So and then he makes the escape. He goes, "Ah, Fatty, I lied." And he's like, "Oh, you are chasing him." There's a good chasing. Fatty runs for at least a mile. Well, well we learned he's a, he's a martial artist too. Yeah, that's right. And so he's chasing after RJ. And then there's these guys working. I guess they're replacing a sidewalk. There's or something. such a weird chasing. <laughs> and RJ, like, there's like one of those like like yeah, sawhorse type yeah, things. Yeah, do you not know? cross. And that. RJ jumps over the little stunt double. Jumps over, it, lands on the skateboard. Yeah. And then the fatty comes up to it, and he's like, "Ah." I bet you can't even jump that, you fat He fuck. jumps the first one. Well, yeah, but... And everyone claps for him. Yeah, they're all And like, then he tries mm-hmm. to jump the second one. He's got an audience now, so the <laughs> pressure is on. But, you know, Fatty, he he always rises to the occasion. He didn't rise this time. You know what? That's 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 a double joke right there. A double... A, double yeah. Entendre? He falls. Yeah. He falls on his face. Fat on his face. He fats on his face. And then RJ's like, I got the last laugh, fuck face. Gives him the finger and takes off. Yeah. Okay, so that's where he meets up with yeah, Jason. Yeah, because he's going to Jason's house. Yeah. And then Jason's like, you drive me. <laughs> you know where this place is. And he's like, whatever, because he's just like, RJ's just like happy all the yeah. fucking time. He didn't give a fuck. And again, you, you brought it up. He's looking possibly for a bodyguard. Right. So he's well, he just trying. pissed off fucking Scott. Yeah, so. exactly. Even more so. So they make a trip to the old graveyard. And Jason's I, got, uh, And I can attest, I've been here. I've been to Bruce Lee's grave. Yeah. My sister lives out there. And, yes, that's his grave. That's his real grave. I saw it. Nice. With the, when I was there, Brandon, fortunately, was buried next to him. Oh. But, yeah, they got, like you said, there's a picture of him with shades on. Giant shades. <laughs> deep V-like tunic on. And they got the little, like, book with the, like, the yin-yang oh, yeah, symbol yeah, yeah. on it and all that shit. It's all real. And so this, at least some of this movie actually was filmed in Seattle, and a lot of it. And then, Jason, yeah, he gets to the praying. He's, he's saying, Bruce, oh, my God. This is like being at, like, fucking cavalry, the, like the mountain where Jesus was crucified on oh, in yeah. Jerusalem. No, this is, a, this is his religious voyage. He's, like, having a moment. He's, like, crying and shit. Yeah, and, and uh, RJ is not respecting the occasion, so he's like, bow! <laughs> on your knees! Oh, just go wait in the car. And so, like the great friend he is, he waits in the car. Of course he does. But, you know, Jason says his piece. He has his flowers for he's, the girl. Oh, he's got a beautiful book. He knows Bruce's favorite flowers because he, he reads all those magazines. reads all of them. So leaves him with the flowers. He's like, Bruce, I just wish I could be like you. Why aren't you my father, not that loser? He, he can, I'm sure he can fuck the shit out of people, <laughs> but he can't fuck anybody up because he's a pussy. That's probably why he knows so much about it. Maybe. And so, cut to, what's up with Fatty? What's he doing? Oh, of course, he's feeding his fat face. Oh, yeah. He's actually got friends. Like, you would expect this guy to be a complete yeah. loser with right. no friends at all. This but is no. like the like bizarro world where fat people are bullies and they have friends. Yeah. Because, like, in real life, that's not how it works no, out. No, not at all. And so, yeah. Well, of course, he has friends because he's buying everybody food. I don't know where he gets his money from. That's a good point. Apparently, his dad was paying up big for him to shoot those Coke cans <laughs> earlier. I guess. And of course, since we've, he has an eating disorder, which means he can't hit his mouth. He like <laughs> smears this like mustard all on it. It's disgusting. Is that, I can't stand 
the uh, the idea of someone watching me eat, and I can't stand being around someone that's eating either. So when we go out to dinner with everybody, I'm in hell. Basically, really? you one of those weirdos. I I, I remember uh, I had these people, uh, friends of mine. Uh, when they like, I'd be hanging out with my friends, and like, they wouldn't. They'd have they'd be having dinner, like like oh dinner's on. Yeah, wouldn't invite me to dinner, <laughs> <laughs> and wouldn't allow me. I had to go like in the other room. Yeah, they wouldn't let me even look at them eat. I that, I've had weird. friends like that, but they, instead of like me being over there, and they're like a. Usually when I was over there, they'd be like, well, we have to invite the idiot. But it was okay because I was the pickiest of eaters. So I'd be like, I don't want that. You didn't order pizza. I'm not eating. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, they would just be like, you can't come over until after we're done eating. Well, I, didn't know, seems... I, I didn't know you had an eating disorder. I used to. Yeah, big time. I'm talking was... about now. You can't eat with a person? No, I eat all the time with you guys. Yeah, I, just, I know. I, it's aggravating. Why? I don't know. It's just the mouth noises. I hate them. Okay. Yeah. Well, you would not want to eat with Scott. Uh, no. Because he's just like... He's <laughs> smearing things on his face as always. Like, he has to lube up his whole face in order to eat food, apparently. And we see... Well, I mean, they're, they're friends, but they're real. They're kind of losers, too. We well, see. we got to mention the side chen. Or oh, the side... side no, that's a side scorpion. Side scorpion. Oh, God. This is only in, like, the 80s. Would you Guy has, like, a rat tail. Yeah. And he braided it, and it's, like, on the side. Oh, man. Ugh. It was like I got flashbacks to uh, the fuck was his name uh, Jade from the Pan- uh, Andy oh. Sedaris movies. Yeah, but this guy was like a geek. Jade's was at least like thick. Yeah, like he was. could knock somebody out with that. This was this wisp. It's the wispy mustache yeah. of, of uh, yeah. It was a rat tail. Yeah, but it was braided. And so it was gross. So we've got them enjoying their burgers, talking about how great of a guy uh, Scott is, and Scott. Again, starts hearing that music, and he's like, "That what's that fucker?" And he looks outside, and sure enough, there's RJ just minding his own business, walking through a parking lot, like you know, was kids. He on, do. Was he on a skateboard? No, he was just walking. Yeah. He had a new tracksuit on. So That's probably like, why he's like, "This is my my move," because he came on. Right? Is this the same day as the fucking <laughs> the timeline is fucked in this movie? Because I don't know. He's wearing a different outfit, and so is Jason. I don't know. So apparently, this might have been a day or a week later. I don't know. There's many cuts to this movie, so maybe there's something on the cutting room floor that explains there's all so of this shit. There's so much on the floor. All I know is everybody's shirt's tucked in. Yeah. <laughs> so Scott, bros, come in here. This guy over here. They all saw him get tripped by RJ because they're like, oh, that's that fucker? Let's get him. So they go outside, and they surround RJ. Right. RJ's got no choice. Like, he starts... Doing some cool maneuvers, jumping over a little gate and everything. They're still, like, in the little burger courtyard, though. Right, in the parking lot. Yeah. And then, just as luck would have it, Jason just happens to be walking by. Yeah. And, like, he sees RJ's bro. Walking by. So this has to be a different day because he had the car before. <laughs> I guess. And he just fucking does a flying drop kick into Scott's face. Yeah, he knocks Scott back. He falls over a table. And so now... Our two bros, they're back-to-back. And you know what they say for the very first time? No retreat. No retreat. No surrender. No surrender. We were thinking that they said this a lot in the movie. (laughs) They say it a couple times. Well, I always thought they only said it once at the end. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's a lot for me. Three is a lot for me. So they've established no retreat, no surrender. Immediately, the burger (laughs) shop owner opens the door 
And they sick of you kids <laughs> and your kung fu fighting in my parking lot. <laughs> they just fucking take off. They, yeah, well, they, they, they retreated, but they technically didn't surrender. Technically didn't surrender. So you can get away with one or the other. Yeah. But not at the same time. Never at the same time. So Jason, during this little scrap, he his shirt like got kind of ripped. Oh, he's wearing that weird sweater. Uh, he had some crazy. Uh, he had so many. Watch this movie for the outfits. He had alone. that crazy Mark and Mindy like uh, blue and red. It's almost like Ernie from Sesame Street. Yeah. Blue and red striped sh- like rugby shirt it's tucked big, in. Very all his shirts are tucked in. All and sweaters. Yeah. So. Jason gets home. He's got that torn shirt. He's got a little, like, bruise, I think, on his yeah, cheek. Yeah, I, I think he did. He probably just had some mustard and ketchup smeared on him probably. from getting too close to Scott. So, Dad is immediately... Dad still got the cast on, so he's, like, upset. Yeah. He's like, son, have you been fighting? That's not what karate's for. Well, what is it for, Dad? I was defending my friend! It's he not, actually, he was legitimately defending. Yes, he was using say, martial arts for what it's meant for. They always say, Bruce Lee later in the movie tells him, only for defense. <laughs> his dad tells him, only for defense. I don't get it. No, his dad, his dad's like, it's for nothing. Yeah. I always with my life. I don't know why I'm a, I was a karate instructor, because you shouldn't even use it to defend yourself. Yeah. Why wow, so, is it one ass kicking and he just curls up like a bitch, <laughs> you know? So he cries. He probably goes out to the garage and punches his... He does. It's again. exactly what he does. Yeah. He does go sense. in there and he starts punching it. He, he's got to work himself out before he can go to bed because that really has him, like, gives him the real lucid Bruce Lee dreams. That's how he gets he's there. Like, he's like, I'm going to be in your fucking your mom. You better think about what you're doing. <laughs> Don't come in until you hear her. <laughs> so, so maybe next day, maybe next week, say, maybe next year. <laughs> I don't know. But we see our boys, Jace and RJ, watching the old. Uh, kickboxing competition. They're always Griff on the '80s. All we watched was kickboxing Dude, competition. I want to say I love the set dressing for this because they just moved into this house, and you notice there's nothing in this room but a milk crate <laughs> with a little TV on it. There's not even a Canada Dry Box. Not even a Canada Dry Box. <laughs> That's all. So, which of course is horrible ginger ale. We're watching this fucking dope-ass kickboxer tournament. Well, we get some nice stock footage of Las Vegas to let yeah. you know where this is happening. So we see, like, MGM Grand, the Sands, all that shit. And then we see, like, a YMCA gym. And we see uh, our man Ian, Ian Riley, who's the kickboxing champion of the world. I don't know. But he's competing in a, in yeah, a tournament. Like a cruiserweight champion, I think he's it was. He's competing in a tournament, and he's just kicking ass, taking names. And he's like, he wins the championship. Yeah, of course he's he like, does. this is for my buddies back in Seattle. I'll be back to see you guys. And then he's like... Wow, that guy's from Seattle here? Yeah, and of course, RJ chimes in with, uh, no, he doesn't just live in Seattle. He lives right over there. I go hang out with him all the time. He's got a dojo. What? Uh, this, I've been looking for a new dojo. Let, let's just remember this line of uh, <laughs> uh, facts here. <laughs> RJ, or, or, or rather, Ian lives here in Seattle. And uh, we're about to find out he has a sister, but we'll get there later. <laughs> but I'm fascinated that this is the first, uh, what's his name, Jason has learned of Ian Riley being here in Seattle. Right. Very He's fascinating. Next to Bruce Lee, this is like his hero. Yeah. So, of course, they're going to go visit his dojo. Well, because, yeah, cause RJ knows everything that's going on in Seattle. So he's like, yeah, it's right here. I'll, tell, I'll take you to it. Yeah. And so they come in. They got to sign up. RJ's like, no, I'm not. The, I'm a lover, not a fighter. This is my my boy, uh, 
I Boy do Jason. like how he brought all of his karate stuff with him. Well, yeah. He signs up, doesn't give him any money. He's, but He signs up in like 10 seconds. Yeah. And they, I love how they have a receptionist, too. Yeah. That woman was only there to be a receptionist. Because <laughs> so, this is the biggest fucking dojo in Seattle. Yeah. And cr- that That's why the mafia has their eyes on this one, too. Yeah. I mean, if you have karate money for a secretary, <laughs> and I can't imagine she's there, you know, for the full eight-hour yeah, day, five days a week. Maybe, There's got to be two or three. Yeah. Maybe she's getting free lessons. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. But, yeah. So then we meet our man, Dean. Who's the assistant sensei? And he's he's looking cool at first. He comes in, he's very nice. He's got like the fucking sweet ass frosted tips, a little frosted oh. on the front, oh. kind of a mini screaming eagle, a little bit. And he's like, hey, yeah, he's super cool. He's like, hey, you, you, yeah. you, you new in town? You know, we're, we're so happy to have you here. Before you put any money down, did you bring your gear? Awesome. Go put it on. We'll do a practice. You know, a couple hours with us. You get to know everybody. We're like a big family here. We're, we're so excited to welcome you. Speaking of a big family, oh, we no. see we look out on the in the gym. Fucking fat ass Scott. Scott trains here. I thought he was wearing a Rising Sun headband, but no, that's the blood it's from blood, his yeah. head being kicked in the face. That's kind of what I thought too. And he sees Jason doesn't spot him, but yeah. he spots Jason so yeah. going in the locker room. And he's like, Dean, come here. (laughs) He spots Jason and RJ going into the locker room. (laughs) And he's like, Dean, come here. Yeah, what's up? You see those fuck faces over there? Yeah, they're great. I just met them. You see this? Points to his forehead. They did that. They did that. Rolls up one sleeve and this. Rolls up the other sleeve and this. And then he pulls down his pants and (laughs) points to his ass and this. He's... He's got a full chest of hair, and there's a one patch ripped out, and this. And he's like, nobody beats up my fat friend. Yeah. And We're you know teach what? teach these guys a lesson. He's been saying that L.A. karate is better than Seattle karate. Because it is. This, this yeah. kind of ties in with uh, League of Iron last week where they were Legion franchise. Of Iron? Legion of Iron. I said that last week, too. Legion of Iron where they were uh, combating all their franchises. That's what's happening here. Yeah, well, that mafia probably saw Legion of Iron and thought it was a great idea, and that's why they want to take yeah. over all the dojos. So we know a shitstorm's waiting for Jason after mm. RJ helps him into his karate outfit because there's no other reason that RJ goes in the locker room with him. Right. Only to help him in. Yeah. Nothing. I've Totally heterosexual. Totally platonic. Yeah. They're just. Yeah. He just knows that those pants are really tight sometimes. So Jason heads out. So Everyone... tight I can see the under of the side of his shirt because he's always tucking his pants in. <laughs> so I'm just saying, dude, you don't tuck your paint your shirt into your sweatpants. Yeah. Who the fuck? What kind of nerd does that? I don't know. I, I don't like the whole casual sweatpant thing. Well, you, yeah, you know how you feel about jeans. I feel the same way about sweatpants. Only slobs wear sweatpants. I would never be caught dead wearing a pair of sweatpants. Yeah. I, like, Unless, I'll, of course, when I go to the strip club, I do. But that's <laughs> a different story. But, yeah, it's like, I, I I turn my, like, I have a pair of jeans now, and I will wear them. But, yeah, sweatpants, you don't wear that no. out of the house. That's, no. that's housewear. Yeah. Maybe gym wear, but mm, even still, I'm yeah. kind of weary of it. Yeah. So Jason's walking into a square of doom, and they are appropriately. I love it. You know, he said form a circle, and then they pick they a square. square. <laughs> wow, guys, we worked on shapes last week. What are we doing here? You know what? Close enough. And he's like, the he's Dean's like, 
Well, I'm liking the sensei role, so I can't do it. So, Frank, black guy, come here. My my black friend, come yeah. here. Oh. And he's like, take this jump out. And he's like, sure, whatever you want. And sure enough, Frank just fucks Jason up. Because why? Because Jason learned from his drippy dad. Like, he, he doesn't know anything. Yeah. He barely knows the fundamentals. I was starting to think that he was going to turn the fight around because he goes in a spazzy Bruce Well, that's when we learn Jason's a hothead. Yeah. And that's his... That's. That's the reason he loses all the time. Because he loses control, and he gets you know he gets fucked up. He makes mistakes. Yeah, he and, absolutely does. Like after the fourth or fifth time getting knocked down, you hear him let out one of those baby paw ear blood curdling, I, I ear piercing. No, I mean, and RJ, he's like, "Fuck, this is my meal ticket. Like, this is like gonna be my bodyguard. I yeah. gotta." Stop him from being murdered. Yeah, because he's because he knows good. he can beat up at least Scott. So that's all RJ needs Jason for. So he finally he he got like a towel or something. He runs in and he grabs him, pulls him out. He's like, "We gotta go, guys." And then Dean goes, "So much for L.A. karate." Everyone has a good laugh. <laughs> Scott's just like beside himself, just dying. No, such a good time. Griff, after this, if you watch the. The uncut version, we get a scene with, we learn Kelly, Ian's yeah. sister, where we learn that they've, apparently, we've, this whole movie, we have issues with time. We learn from this scene that Kelly has been dating Jason for a week, a year, a month. We don't know. They've just been dating. And they're going around. We're seeing all the sites of Seattle. They go. They, they actually go up to the Space Needle. Yeah. They go. They, they piss go on Jimmy Hendrix's grave. They go by a pet shop. They're checking out the guinea pigs. And she's like, "Oh!" And he's like, "He's like, pulls out a little notepad, writes some shit down. Yeah, puts it in his sweatpants. Still forgets what he wrote. Somehow. And then, but that's like in like the European cut. But I'm just putting that out there because we have really issues with time with this movie. Because after that, we cut to Kelly's birthday party. Because we're like, who the fuck's Kelly? If you don't see yeah. the scene that I just described, you're like, who the fuck is Kelly? Yeah. I mean, Jason is getting ready. He he has finished combing his hair. RJ came over just to make sure he looks RJ perfect. RJ combed his hair. RJ combed his hair. Well, he was so busy tucking that shirt in. Right. He's got his dockers on. He's like, they're got the nice pleats on him. So we head over to Kelly's uh, birthday. Uh, we how, how he knows this woman that not even RJ knows... Because RJ knows everybody. Right. And he's like, who are you going to see? I- I'm going to see Kelly. And it's kind. Of, and this is what I thought was weird, because I didn't know about that scene I said earlier. All the bullies are there, too. Like, yeah. Scott's there. Dean's there. Yeah. And you're like, well, what, well, what the fuck? Like, why, why is she friends with these guys if they're dating? I don't, I don't know. I was confused. There's got to be some other connection. But what we find out in the media as we're watching Kelly, uh, you know, enjoying her birthday festivities, Dean comes over. He's got the hots for Kelly because, of course, he does. Total Dean move to have the hots for Kelly. Right. And he comes over. He's Freshly got this, fucking frosted tips. Oh, it's perfect. And he's got this pillowy sweater that also has, like, a button it down. It was weird. Uh, of course, he's got that tucked into his jeans, and it's just like billowing over. He's it's, got like a huge neck hole in it. Oh, it, everything about this is gross. Just so he can show his gold chain. Yeah, 
And, it, you know, he puts the moves on, on Kelly, and he's just like, I bet you're into this. Flips his hair back real quick. She's not into it. No. Fuck off, Dean. I don't want, I, I'm not gonna be giving you any time here. In the background, we see Scott doing a cannonball, this big fat man titties, looking Ugh. like Dusty Rhodes. And it's gross. Everyone's disgusted. Kelly's like, man, maybe my party well, sucks. He, put, he popped up, who peed in the pool? Uh, uh. And it's like, that's your filth. Yeah. <laughs> just, you're the one surrounded by this filth that came up and he jumped <laughs> he, in there. He's pig pen of like various food, uh, assorted yeah. food. was like, uh, we're not swimming. Yeah. Drain well, that pool now. Yeah. Start, Scott, <laughs> skim the pool. So... Kelly's disgusted. She turns to the house, and it just so happens her brother, Ian Riley. The Ian Riley. The Ian Riley, who apparently, even though Jason talks nothing but karate and Bruce Lee, <laughs> Kelly, who later explains that they met one year earlier, her and Jason. <laughs> last summer. Last summer. Doesn't say where. No, but, we don't know. Nowhere. <laughs> don't know where. <laughs> That's why we were arguing. We're it's, like, it's, I'm like, did they do a, a year time jump for this movie? Yeah. And we don't know. Who fucking knows? But all these wounds are fresh. That's the only thing that connects yeah. it to being like within right. a few days. So he goes, you know, Kelly goes over to embrace her brother and embraces got what the they. Giant trophy web. The, the, the embrace here is disgusting. It's the start of some kind of porn movie because he grabs her by the hips. And you see her, he's, he's, he's just controlling He's like, her. my, it's how gross. you've grown. Yeah. He's been gone for two weeks. Give your brother a kiss. Oh, shudders. Shudders. Gross. So, you know, they, they, they're just saying hi again, and then somebody comes out. Ian, there's a phone call for you. So we follow, we follow Ian into the den. Beautiful den. Nice ornaments. Probably nice the wood paneled walls. second most detailed set in the movie. And he's got a phone call. He's got to get down to the dojo. Yeah, you get a call. It's like, hey, it's fucking uh, Joey from yeah, earlier. Like, from earlier. You better be at your dojo. Toot sweet. So and Ian takes off. And that's when our buddy Jason arrives to the party. Borrowed dad's wood paneled station wagon. Naturally. Fly his shit. Dad got can't his, drive. He's broken. He's a bitch. Got his dockers on. Got the fucking button down. He's red. Nice red tie. And he's got a present. Oh. Wonder it, what it could be. Uh, maybe it's a dick in a box. Maybe. So Kelly happens to answer the door. The two of them are alone. So they're immediately going to, you know, just hang out in the kitchen. She's going to check out her gifts. Check out his package. Check out the package. And he's like, here, happy birthday. Hands yeah. her the box. She opens it. And what do you know? There's a rabbit in there. It's a rabbit. We just learned earlier she likes guinea pigs. <gasps> From the Apparently, we remember better than she, than he does. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I, I heard you liked rabbits. And uh, even rabbits. she forgot. Or she's yeah. being, being nice. She's being nice. Because she digs Jason for some reason. And so she's like, oh, it's so great. She's so flattered that she's like, let's pick up business where we left off. And they and start then, making out. And then Jason winks at the, the camera. He's like, I'm going to fuck this As girl. they're making out, we see Scott step into the room. And then Dean step in the room. And they're like, ugh. Dean's about to charge in. But Scott stops him. Because well, Scott's all about schemes. Well, Dean's like, no. <laughs> 
and Scott's like, "Wait, no, listen, brother, I got a, I got a, I got a, <laughs> listen, I got a plan." <laughs> He's Hulk Hogan for a second. Listen, your brother, I got a plan, and I don't remember what that plan is, Graf. So tell me. Well, they they just whisper it. <laughs> no. So they take them. We go. We join. Yeah, we join them back outside. They're mingling with everybody now. Dean's approaching. You know, Jason's standing with Kelly now. Kelly's showing off. All the girls are just melting because of this rabbit. Yeah. And so now everyone's getting cock blocked. By, yeah. And, and fucking Jason's loving it. Jason is loving it. He's such a dick. I hate Jason, honestly. <laughs> so Dean comes over. Grabs uh, Kelly from behind and just lays a smooch on her. Grabs her tits. Honk, honk. Oh, my God. That was unnecessary. The honks were unnecessary. They were. They really were. Some geese flew overhead. That's what Murray was referencing. Yes. So, <laughs> so Kelly immediately throws him off. And like she's drugged or something, she goes, what were you doing? You can't do that to me. This is my no. body. That's just called the acting style of this movie. <laughs> okay. Like, everyone talks like that. Okay. Just completely deadpan monotoned. Yeah. And I, well, there's a reason why nobody in this movie was ever in another movie. Yeah. So I think Kelly just kind of like runs off. She needs to be alone for I a minute. Know. I think she dropped the rabbit in the pool. I yeah, she throws the rabbit in the pool. She's like, fuck, I wanted a guinea pig, you bitch. She's a little pissed. But Jason's still hanging out, mingling well, at Jason's, the party. I thought Jason got, oh, yeah, he, he, he got pissed, didn't he? Didn't he, he didn't confront get pissed, Dean? He didn't get pissed yet. Okay. But what does happen, he's going over, he's looking at the, the chip table oh, and everything. Oh, right, yeah. Maybe getting, he, he read that uh, Bruce Lee always ate cottage cheese um, cauliflower. So yeah. he's looking for that combination and specifically. We, there's also a scene that also was cut out. He's renting that shirt he's wearing. Just remember, that's important. Oh, he's really? Just, so he has to return the shirt with no stains oh, on it Oh, my God. All. This is so dumb. <laughs> so... Lo and behold, Fatty's plan's coming into action. Brilliant plan, by the Dean way. Dean walks by, throws a nice cup, 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 cup. That's the word I was looking for, cup. I couldn't <laughs> think of cup. Throws a cup of uh, fucking punch right on that beautiful blue and white checkered shirt. Not checkered, lined, pinstriped. And then Fatty starts flicking chips and salsa at our boy. Chips, salsa, cake, everything he had in his Flick. hand, which is... Everything. Everything. Yeah. And... We we just pointed out that Jason's a bit of a hothead. A bit of a little bit. So he just spazzes out. Yeah. He does a full Paul. Yeah. No. Jesus Christ. No. And he attacks Dean. I think doesn't he, does he hit Fatty at all, or does Fatty elude him? Uh, no, Fatty is so elusive. He slithers away, just blah. And gets well, away. No, what he does is he gets behind. Yes, he does. Yeah. Yeah. And then Dean goes, hey, what are you going to do, bitch? And he pushes Jason. Fatty's behind him like, on his hands and knees. So he falls over Fatty. And that's when Jason loses his shit. He was actually keeping it. Even though he knew he was going to have to pay the fucking cleaning bill for that shirt, yeah. he still kept it in check. And then that's when he just explodes. So they go a couple rounds. Street fighting, though. You know, so no rules. There's, Backyard it's, wrestling. It's no holds barred. And Dean is way better than him. L.A. Karate has nothing on C.S. Well, karate, apparently. No, no, no. His dad's karate. His, okay. I'm not going to besmirch L.A. Karate. His dad You know, sucks. it's a good point because he does train by himself, and he's way better karate fighter after training <laughs> by himself. Yes. He just so, read that one book. So um, what ends up happening is 
uh, Dean gets the better of Jason because, of course, he does. But then he ends up, like, strangling him to a flipped-over table. It gets right. him in between, like, the legs of the table. And he's choking him out. He's like, Kelly would never love a man like you. You're pathetic. Yeah, we've seen your dad, and we know he's got night moves, but he doesn't have the fucking karate moves. He doesn't have fight moves. Fight moves. And he's got nothing to say. He's like, you're absolutely right. So he yeah. runs out like a bitch, like his Ke- dad Kelly comes up, well, breaks Ke- up the fight. Well, Kelly's like, Jason, stop. Yeah, she wants to talk, and... Jason, out of nowhere, Flip grabs out. her and just like, you're in on this. I hate you. Why would you do this to me? <laughs> Jason, like, calm the fuck she's down. She's like, what? I you've, just saved you from getting your ass beat. You've, what you, you've known this girl for possibly <laughs> a year, uh, a month. We two hours? Maybe you, you kept you, in contact You've known her since phone? last summer. That's all last I know. Last summer. We don't even know if you kept in contact over the phone. Last summer could actually be a month because this could be taking place in October <laughs> for all we know. <laughs> oh, my God. I and he just fucking bitches out, blames everybody but himself, classic Jason move, and peels out from the station wagon. Yeah. Gets home. He's not, he's just been humiliated in front of the girl he loves, people, but dad's got to rub it in. Yeah. Dad, like, runs out, he hears the car, he's like, get in bed, woman, son's home. And he loves to rub it in on his son, because yeah. his son's not going to get laid. That's right. And he hobbles out. We see that he's got the bruises, he's got the torn fucking shirt, and he's like, son, have you been fighting again? I told you, no fighting! Not even to defend yourself! Not even to defend yourself. And he's like, dad, you're a pussy! He just calls his dad out, he finally, yeah. oh yeah, well would a pussy do this? And then he runs to the dojo in the garage and just starts destroying everything, throwing the magazines everywhere, knocks over the wooden man. Kicks the fucking speedball. Yeah, and then the last straw. That beautiful, giant, wrinkly-ass poster of Bruce Lee rips it in half. And then fucking Jason lets out the most blood-curdling. Blood-curdling. That's what I was going to no! say. <laughs> he's he's completing Paul a full transition into uh, yeah. Paul. Like, this yeah. was... It's kind of like the early show. I'm waiting for him to just rip his dad's eyes out and put in a fish tank. This That's arc how. from Jason to Paul is way better than Anakin Skywalker to Darth Vader in my book. <laughs> it books. makes more sense. It makes way more sense. There's a lot more tragedy happening, too. So he grabs up all his... He, he makes, he's like, I have a problem. Who's going to fix it? RJ. He's only got one friend, so of course he's going to go to RJ and... He what he knows about RJ is he lives somewhere in a neighborhood. He lives behind a fence, is all I know. Yeah, so he's knocking on every fence. He happens to find the right fence finally. Takes a couple knocks though, and he has to yell a lot. But RJ pops up like Wilson out of Home Improvement. He's got that nice bath, the fucking shower Jerry. cap. He's got the Jerry Curl shower cap. <laughs> <laughs> that was so fucking funny. Because yeah, you had when you got a Jerry Curl, you had to wear like a shower cap when you yeah. Were, like, and I don't know, I got to chuckle out of that. And then uh, he's like, hey, yeah, what am I here for but to help you? I'm, I live to serve. I'm a fucking genie, basically. I mean, Jason might be living in an alley or in a backyard or in a shed or something, but no time to worry about your problems, RJ. My dad <laughs> is a real jerk. And he's like, well, I know this abandoned house that we can set up a dojo in. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Can you help me get all of my stuff and buy... You know, take it over the house. Help me set it up. Bring all your candles, by the way. Some matches. 
Um, Guess, uh, yeah. What do you have for dinner? Can, can, can you bring yeah, some leftovers? Can you bring too? some I leftovers? Eaten, you know? uh, three cokes for me. Bring any for yourself, though. <laughs> and um, like, I can do that. I'll be yeah. there, man. So, and we, so they go to the abandoned house. I think it was yeah. a crack house. We we join them again. They're shuffling all the stuff. I think they get the last load in, mm. and they're laying down. And man, my life is shit. And RJ just being a cool friend again. Yeah, your life no, kind of. RJ is like lives dude. on the streets, probably people. No. And he yeah. he's like, what? Hey, Jason, you got it rough, Jason. I'm. I just ate out of a dumpster earlier today. Yeah. <laughs> and you're giving me shit. But, hey, I'm your friend, so, yes, I'll hear you out. You see Jason drop his sandwich after he learns it's from a trash can. So, he's, you know, RJ's like, hey, do you want me to take you back home? No, I think I'm going to hang out here for a little longer. Not too long, because my dad will definitely kick my ass if I, well, he'll threaten me if I come home, you know, tomorrow or something. So, RJ stands up. This is the final. This is the only thing Jason does that is cool in this movie. That's nice. That shows some kind of compassion. Hugs RJ. Tells him, RJ, I could not exist without you. You're my everything. I love you. And RJ's like, don't worry about it, man. You know what I say? No retreat. No retreat. No surrender. No surrender. It's beautiful. I. I that's my favorite. No. No retreat. No surrender from the is movie. It? Well, that's going on. We kind of glossed over it, but Ian shows up at his dojo. Yeah, this will build up later. And we see our boy Jean-Claude, nowhere to be seen. But we do see uh, Bobby. Yep, and Bobby Vinny and Joey. And Joey. Yeah. And he's like, we learned that they've taken over fucking L.A. karate. It's all mobbed up now. Yep. And they're move, making their move to Seattle. And they're like, hey, there, we're taking over here. Yep. Forget about it. You can either take a cash pool, or we can fight you for it. And they well, don't want to fight right now. Cause I thought Ian like said that. He's like, well, we can fight over it. He he was like, how about we have a tournament for okay. it? Okay. Yeah. I can accommodate you with that. Yeah. And they're like, all right. So that's just a little shit setting up the finale. Yeah, we got it. That's good. That's good setup. Quick quick little setup there. Back to our boy, Jason. And we he's know he's pushed. supposed to be going home, Yeah, but he's hitting that Bruce Lee book. How do, yeah, 101 moves, Kung Fu moves by Bruce Lee. Yep. Bruce, uh, Kung Fu for dummies. You Bruce can Lee. tell that he does not know how to read because he's flipping through he's the pages backwards. like somebody pretending but to read. He's, he's, he, I know he's doing it backwards, but maybe it's in Japanese. So they, they read that's, back, backwards. That's perfect. That makes sense. But, well, it doesn't because Bruce Lee's Chinese. But And as we know, it's like whenever he uh, just completely exerts himself, and this whole night has been immer- emotional exertion. Right. So he's going to have some really fucking wicked dreams tonight. We know it. We know, They've established this in his character. Wet and sloppy. Wet and sloppy. <laughs> Good thing he wore sweatpants. So, Murray, what's going on with his dream? He's well, he just he goes like, and he falls asleep. And then we see this bright fucking light in the doorway. Mm. And then, wait, are we? No, we're missing something, dude. Because what happens is before he before he goes home to his dad, he runs to Bruce Lee's grave, and he's like. Why can't you be my master? Oh, yeah, you, you missed that, but whatever. And, well, it's important because Bruce Lee answers his call. Oh, okay. You think that's what got him here? Yes. He prayed to the alt- at the altar of Bruce Lee. Yeah. Like, my dad's a bitch. Why can't you be my dad? Oh. And why can't I have sunglasses like that? 
<laughs> and then oh, it was the sunglasses that. And did then it. then he ran home and got bitched up by his dad. And so yes, Bruce Lee, the, the spirit of Bruce Lee appears, and it's it's an actor who looks nothing like Bruce Lee. He's yeah, just, he's not even fucking Chinese, Griff. He's Korean. Here, but they do one great detail. And they do the horrible dubbing for his voice. Yes, that which, that I really like that. I thought yes. that was cool. Well, that was because the guy couldn't speak English. That's but fine. It's still a nice touch. No, it was a great touch because most Bruce Lee movies are he's dubbed. Yeah, and even though he could speak English, it was weird. And so yes, he's like Jason <sighs> springs up, master sensei. What what do I call you? I what do I? Which somebody pointed out on IMDb, Bruce Lee's Chinese. You don't. Japanese is sensei. It's 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 sufu or sifu, I think. Yeah, he does you... end up calling him sifu. I thought. Yeah. Okay, but it, he he besmirched him by calling him sensei. You think he would know that, considering he does nothing but read his books? Yes, he just masturbates to the pictures. He doesn't read them. Maybe that's why uh, Bruce hits him with his first bit of knowledge. He gets two cups of water. Well, two cups. He gets a one's, glass of water. One's full of water, and then he gets some very nice, lip smacking, delicious. Diet new, Coke. New Diet Coke. And we see that we get the nice product placement. Oh, yeah. You see it's, it. And I, I love it. It's, it's a classic dub voice. It's like really awkward. You see this glass here. Yeah. This is you. And it's a glass <laughs> of water. This puts the Coke in right up to the camera. This is all the Kung Fu knowledge. Yeah. And then he pours it in. Start, to, yeah, starts pouring the Coke into the water. And he's like, what are you doing? You're spilling that, that precious Coke all over my new rug. I just got that. And we learned the lesson that, I don't know, what lesson we learned? Like, you got to take it slowly, I guess? No, he tosses all the water out. And he's like, yeah, I think it is supposed to be free your mind of everything because you're a fucking idiot. And accept death. I'm going to pour this Diet Coke in here, and now you're a champion, well, kid. Circle of Iron, what Bruce Lee wrote, too. Free your mind, accept death. Oh, wow. You see, this is Empty helping so much that we watch Circle of Iron. <laughs> yes. Wow. We're getting the Bruce Lee philosophy. Wow. And like you said, yes, water is shit. You must drink Diet Coke. That's what we learn, basically, from yeah. this scene. So this is where we start, like, the weirdest montage, not montage, because it, what like, kind of cuts in and out. This is a shitload of training montage. So, so we're going to try to power right through this because the first thing Bruce tells him, get in your stance and show me a power punch. Yeah. Of course, it's, it's shit. He's like, have you ever even heard of Kurt Sloan? Ugh. And he just slaps it away. He doesn't even, I can read your moves by your shoulder. Yeah. And he explains to him, you need to learn to fight with chi and power. And he's like, oh, it's all dawning on him finally. Yeah, and, and I love that he hits him with a one-inch punch, too. Got to, man. Bruce I love Lee. it. Sends him flying, of course. So, next morning, because Bruce disappears. Like, I don't know what happens. Uh, probably he trains himself so hard that he falls asleep and just passes out. But he wakes up maybe the next morning, maybe three weeks from now. Time is a mystery <laughs> of this movie. He makes a beeline for the elementary school uh, playground. Of course. Puts and on his weights for his ankles. His ankle he, goes, he does a nice jog. Super short. Shorts, his shorts are so short, his, the tails of his shirt are hanging down through the <laughs> pants. Because, like, of course, it's tucked in. Exactly. So, yeah, he's running around. He's got the weights on. And then he does, like, a somersault on a picnic table and starts doing push-ups. Yeah, it's pretty pathetic. He's got a nice jump rope scene in there. Yeah, he's doing every, He's but, he, but the important thing is he's doing out in nature. In nature. 
Nature is the only way to train, folks. You cannot if you're not getting fresh air while you're training. Why are you training at all? But, but what's going on with the training scene with Bruce? Because we're going back to a Bruce training scene. You see, like they do these quick montages. There were those few scenes we just described, and now we're back to kind of a slower part of the montage where he's we with get, Bruce. We get this is and this is a classic scene we need where like we see the growth because we're, this is the first scene. We got these sandbags hanging all like haphazardly in this room. They're all about head height, and it's like, I will throw these at you. You must dodge them. Oh wow, you're skip. Okay, and Keep going. What, is this? Yeah. So he starts just hurling sandbags at our boy Jason. Jason's getting hit in the face because he sucks, and we just we're just like get this is this is baby steps, people. Yeah. And so I have a feeling he's gonna figure it out, bro. Yeah. But uh, as, as these nights continue, daytime training in nature, nighttime training with his boy Bruce. Sparring with Bruce. RJ hasn't or seen him. Or is he? Yeah, RJ hasn't seen him in a while. So RJ's coming to check in on him. He he's knows worried that he's, about him. He's still. Because uh, this could have been three months, three weeks, three hours. We don't know. Yeah, he, uh, he's some kind of vagabond these days. So he's taking over this uh, abandoned house. And RJ sees him training. Parents don't know what's going on. He's like, he hasn't been home for like three weeks, maybe. They're, the parents are so happy to have peace and quiet right. for all their boning. So, like, dad's got his leg back, I think, at this point. He doesn't have to wear the the. the, yeah. the He's the still got cast. a lamp, but he doesn't have the cast. Yeah, he doesn't have the cast, doesn't have to He's really He's permanently use maimed by Jean-Claude, Ivan. Well, Jean-Claude's powerful as fuck. Yeah. It's Ivan. That's what Ivan and does. And, yeah, so RJ's worried about him, and he's the only person who knows about this hideout. Yeah. So he shows up. I mean, he knows RJ up and down, back and forth. He's changed he, him. He hears know? all these weird noises. Uh, uh, uh. And he's like, is he finally fucking Kelly? Did he get, yeah. did he get her? So he's yeah. like, and of course, he wants to watch. So he looks in the window, and we what? see that Jason is sparring with himself. Yeah. Who would have thunk it? And then we see a scene where, from Jason's point of view, he's sparring with Bruce Lee. Yep. So we're like, is is Jason like we've always thought from the beginning of the movie? Is he mentally ill? Does he have CTE? Does he he been kicked in the head one too many times? Because there is no Bruce Lee. What? How is he? He's training himself basically. If we if we're to believe RJ is saying, which I do, yeah, and he hasn't been kicked in the head. Jason is nuts, and he's he's, he's seeing Bruce Lee's wherever he goes. So we go back to some more nature training. Still got more nature training. We come back for um, what almost is the last night he's going to have here with Bruce. Lee. Well, RJ's so great. He's like, fuck, I'm just going to roll with it. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. He's totally fucking fucked in the head. But I'm going to help him train. Yeah. Yeah. He helps him train out in nature. Like, he does this weird thing where he sneaks up on him when he's doing, I don't know what they're called, but he's playing, he's like doing a reverse plank because usually you plank the other way. But, anyway, he's doing like this planking maneuver and he's thrusting upwards into the air. Yeah. And RJ hop, hops on pop, let's say. Yeah. And he's just riding him for a few minutes. And he's. he's Wait, he, now this is the beginning of the training. So he collapses. Yeah, he first collapses. Time. And like into a puddle. It's like, dude, what the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah, come on, and RJ. Then, then RJ's the like, what? Hey. Follow me on the bike. He's doing. He, he played Punch yep. Out, so he knows that scene does look very reminiscent to Punch Out. So there, so he's, he's chased, and he's like winded. You can tell this is their baby steps, people. So he's like, right now he's winded. He can't catch up to RJ, but he yeah. will eventually. So we're gonna have this night with Bruce now, where 
there is a noose hanging, and you're thinking, oh, Jason's finally completely lost it. He's gonna, <laughs> yeah. he's gonna off himself. Right. Finally. Might, might not be the worst thing for this character. I hate him. Uh, no. What Bruce has uh, planned for him is he's going to slip one foot into the noose, and then there's a sandbag hanging like an inch from the ceiling. He wants him to kick like 14 feet high yeah. with one leg in the air. Right. So of and course, he's like, and if you do this, you're, you've, you're a master of kung fu. Yeah. You don't even need a belt. Yeah. It's the first night, so he's not going to get it. He's, <laughs> I can't do shit. Yeah. And then Bruce goes, let me show you how he had to do it. And then Bruce goes, grab my leg. Yeah. And then he does the sweet-ass fucking Enter the Dragon backflip kick to, to Jason's face. Oh, it's, or, or does he? Because we don't know if Bruce exists. Devastating. I would love to have seen, like, RJ watching that. Like, he's just standing there, and he just falls back. There's nobody there. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, there is the one scene. I don't remember where it's at. It's probably this scene where RJ actually sneaks into the house. And he gets thrown back. Jason gets thrown backwards into RJ, and they crash through a wall. Oh, I don't and, even remember that. Scene. Yeah, because he was like, "What? What's going on That's here?" Intense. And he's just like, "Oh, I'm just checking on you." And Jason plays it cool. He looks for Bruce and sees Bruce in there, and he's like, "Oh yeah, no problem, man. Let's let's hug it out." You see my poster. So, we gotta, what's going on with Dad? Like. We, we haven't seen him in like at least ten minutes. Ten, ten minutes, ten weeks, ten days. Well, you know. Dad, he gets the job only a loser could get: tendon bar at the one country western bar in Seattle. It's the middle of the afternoon, so that's when all the shitty folk are in. All right, and this guy, I'm gonna guess he's Scott's dad. Well, he's not Scott's dad. We saw Scott's dad earlier. Yeah, I'm gonna say he's Scott's real dad. Dude, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, this is a mirror image of Scott. All right. How is this not Scott's dad? It's it's Scott's real dad. I like that it. guy in the earlier was his stepdad. That's why I hate Scott so much, and that's why Scott has an eating disorder. I'm everything Scott makes eats sense. away the pain. Everything makes sense. So he, like Scott, he's just a fucking fake, fat, drunk blowhard, and he's like, "Boy, give me a beer." And he's like, "Whatever you say, sir." Pours him a nice pours Miller Lite. Leaves it on the fucking on the uh, the hey, bar. Uh, that's not going to do there. Uh, you're going to have to go ahead. You Look, we're doing two different accents. This is okay. Well, I don't know if there's any guy from Chicago hanging out of the country. Well, <laughs> hey, or, uh, <laughs> I can't do it. Bring me the Just go One ahead. One voice Griff. Go ahead and bring that beer over here because I, I, <laughs> this is Western Griff here. But bring that beer over here. I'm playing in the pool. I need. I can't get I'm up. I'm playing in the pool. <laughs> He's a Cajun all of a sudden. He's like, bring me that beer. Well, that's show. further south than fucking Chicago. Bring me that beer. He's like, what? He's a beaten man. He really is. Cause He's like, absolutely, oh. sir. Let me hobble over there. And then uh, Fatty's dead. I'm going to say he's Fatty's dead. I don't care what he yeah, says. Yeah, that's fine. He's just like, he knows that. This guy, he's he, gonna fight back. He's a beaten man. He he's heard the rumors that he and, was a karate man, and he's like, "Oh, I hear you were into the karate. Must have been that there." Now I'm doing. Now you're dog, doing you it, son of a bitch. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh, I'm gonna do Cajun now. <laughs> I heard that you got that LA karate, and I don't mean LA Louisiana, baby. I support this the, the Seattle karate. 
And Pull. dad's dad's just like, like I got a bar to tend. He's like, I ordered a Pabst Blue Ribbon, baby. You gave me a Miller Lite, high life. He pours it on his head. He waits till he turns his back. Such a coward move, and pours that classic beer on fat his person head. mode. The move, but he gets the pool cue. He gets in his face, and he's just like. I'm gonna take your your ass to town, boy. I'm gonna beat you. And this is how you know it's Scott's dad, because even broken down Jason's dad can take out this guy, and he yeah. just hurls him outside. Beat it! Doesn't even beat him up. He just throws him out. You ain't seen the last of me. I say, I say, I say. So we'll cut back to Jason and his training, because that's what this movie's all about. Jason training. Yes, half the movie's his training montage, and he's doing his uh uh that hanging sandbag thing again. And, of course, it's been enough time, maybe a day, maybe 12 hours. <laughs> maybe he's been doing it for 12 straight maybe hours. Maybe he just did it for 12 minutes and he figured it out. I don't maybe. know. Time is a mystery. But guys, he figures out the kick, and that's all you need. Yeah. Apparently, in this movie, it's all you need. So he's on the ground. He, you know, He's, like, all happy. He's waiting to celebrate it with Bruce. And he sees Bruce walking that white light again. I have taught you all I know. Hmm. Now I must go back to my planet. <laughs> and like Poochie, he just takes off into the light. So we're going to wake up maybe tomorrow, maybe a week from today. Again, time All I through. know is he's finally recovered from his concussion because he's not seeing Bruce anymore. Yeah. But he's also mastered Kung Fu. Yeah, he completely mastered it. Like, uh, you've heard of this. You've heard of people, like, going on a crazy psychedelic trip. It's like and the next Matrix. thing they know... They they can play the piano perfectly or something. Yeah. That's what happened to Jason. Just all it was one kick. Is on you. So, he, but he still needs to train. Yeah. But now we're seeing it all fall into place. Yeah. So he's doing fucking two finger push ups. Two finger push ups. He's doing that planking thing. But now he's he's letting fucking R J ride him. Yeah. R J's eating a you fucking. Know, he's eating a popsicle. Yeah, everyone's eating really gross in this yeah. movie. It's all sloppy and shit. And he's listening to Walkman, having a good old time. Yeah. Uh, what was that? What was that tune he had going on there? Let me just go ahead and put that on. Sound a little something like this. I'm a lover, lover. And we're having a good time because he finally catches. He passes RJ on the bicycle. He's doing everything to the nth degree. He's ready to kick ass. And Griff, this is the first. He's just learning kung fu just for the joy of it. There's no. He's not preparing for any fucking fight. Yeah, it's true. He really is just like at one with. He's Kung prepar- Fu at he this preparing point. for the fight of life because yeah. he's conquered his demons. He's no longer a hothead. He's totally fucking chill now. His chi is balanced, Griff. Remind me. I, I got a tear in my eye. Remind me so much when Sensei Seagal taught me when I got my Nanchang. Yeah. Very similar scenario. Oh, very similar. Yeah, I could, t- I, could t- I could kick your fucking light in this uh, ceiling line yeah, here if I wanted to. I don't, well, I, I don't lights, want to yeah. because I don't want to embarrass you. And <laughs> That's not embarrassing. I'll just be uh, upset that you kicked my light and out. And so, yeah, so he's, he's mastered. He's, he's master of his domain. We're, to cool down, we're going to see him helping his mom bring the groceries in. And she's like, oh, your father, we forgot him again. Uh, can you go pick him up from the bar? He, sh- he was off his shift like three hours ago. Like, sure thing, mom. Of course, mom. Heads down to the bar. Well, we're going to jump over to what Dad's up to. You know, he has just been sadly, you know, cleaning off the bar top. He heads outside to see if his family's there for him yet. And there's somebody waiting for him. There's somebody waiting for him. It's not his son. It's, it's fucking Fatty's dad. Yeah. And he's got the fat pack with him. He's got the fat pack. <laughs> he's got a bunch of fucking fat dudes. It Very reminiscent to the burger scene earlier. Yes. 
And they're probably all the dads of those kids. I, I there was a dad that had like a greasy pompadour, but he had that fucking scorpion, the, squir- the little side scorpion. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so ugly. I hated and, it. And they're like, "We're gonna teach you a lesson, boy." <laughs> and I mean, we just learned his dad's a pussy. So five on one, he ain't gonna do shit. And he, yeah. uh, he gets his ass handed he, to he him. He blocks like two punches. And, and call, then- like, I'm glad you pointed out that scene earlier because much like the fucking scene earlier. Nick of time, Jason just happens to be there, mm-hmm. and he flies in Delivers and starts that kick. destroying people, laying them out. Yeah. And his dad finally learns his lesson. He's like, son, I'm glad I'm not wearing sweatpants because I got an erection watching you <laughs> murder Your guys. mom is going to know the full force of my dick tonight, son. Thank you, son. You're going to have a brother or sister. I, I, I don't know how this will work, but... I'm going to say it. Your mom's going to be pregnant and have a baby in two months. That's how hard Or I three am. hours or not a year. I don't know because time <laughs> works differently in this movie. But he's like, son, how was I? I was such a fool. Karate is for murdering people. You kill the guy. <laughs> I love it. And he hugs look, his son. Look at it. He shit himself. His tongue's hanging out. He kicks the guy in the face. Is, like, that, yeah. a, is that a Twinkie sticking out of his pocket? Oh, my he's God. Like, oh, he's like, oh, you ripped his penis off. He's like, son, I've never felt so much power just watching you. Jason. Can you teach me? <laughs> Jason hugs his dad. He's like, you were right. I was kind of a jerk before, but you're even more right about me being a complete badass. Put, puts on his giant sud-blocking shades. You're like, oh, my God, is this spitting image of Bruce Lee? Yes, oh. it is. But now we got a real important event to go to because everything is about, about Jason. Right. So finally well, we the get... But the final things he had to put into place is his love life. Well, oh, no, Murray. Oh, come on. You squashed the... Oh, you oh, buried the lead here. I'm sorry. We're finally going to do... Pretend Murray didn't say that. We're finally going to do something for AJ. Jason, now that he's uh, reconciled well, he's, with his father... Who's AJ? Is that RJ's brother? Huh? He said AJ. Oh, shut up. Come on. <laughs> well, I'm just talking. It's it's a, I think it was Reginald Washington. Yes, you're uh, right. It was Madison the third. I was rolling here, man. Come on. Yeah. Uh so no, he's reconciled with his father. So now he's gonna be finally a good friend to RJ. All it's been is RJ give, give, give. He's gonna get back to RJ. Is he? Yeah, because I thought R- RJ was setting up something for him again. You did it again. No, I'm just I'm just foreshadowing. You did you did it again. So, it's looking like Jason's going to be RJ's wingman. Because, like, RJ was trying to act uh, shy. I don't think RJ needs a wingman because he's fly as fuck. He absolutely doesn't. He's wearing the sweetest-ass Michael Jackson outfit money could buy. With the glove, people. With the glove. He's got the fucking pirate jacket with the epaulettes on the shoulders. He's got the fucking glittery socks with the flooded... With, yeah, with the yeah the flood pants it, it, and the fucking glove, dude, he's killing it. Like the audience, yes, we're seeing that RJ he's up to something again. But Jason's a fucking moron, so he thinks that he's doing RJ a favor. So we we cut in, we see a scene, we get to see a uh, uh, a couple, couple like, brother and sister. I don't know because these relationships are so weird in this movie. They could be brother and yeah, sister. Yeah, they're doing some of that like lockstep, popping they call and it. locking, popping breaking. And lock in, they're yeah. doing it all, man. It's pretty cool. 1984, this shit was cool as fuck. And, of course, we're hearing the, the same music we've been hearing all movie in the background. And then uh, they finish, and everyone's amazed. It's like, oh, that was great. Yeah. RJ's like, oh, is that Kelly over there? Are you telling me? Well, of course you were telling me that. Yeah. That this whole thing was another setup just for Jason? You're not going to believe it, Griff. This whole thing was another setup. You get Jason Lay. 
Because oh, okay. RJ, he just he lives to serve. He's like, who cares if I get laid, even though I'm looking like Michael Jackson? What are his motives? What are RJ's he's just, motives? He's, just, he's like, he's the Steve James. He's a great friend. <laughs> He'll grow up to be Steve James, which <laughs> I wish my son would grow up to be like Steve James. You know what? I, I think you're right about that. And he's like, he's like, no, I can't, I can't see her. I, I embarrass myself. It's I, uh, uh, uh. and he's like, okay, okay, I get it. You don't want to talk to Kelly, yeah, but you really do. So he runs, makes a beeline to those dancing couples. Like, guys, oh no, he RJ, you got to point this out because we've already talked about how many stand-ins RJ has. Oh yeah. So he's like, base up, blackhead. And he cuts the rug. He gets into that dance center. (laughs) (laughs) So RJ steps into the middle. There's this big dance circle going on, you know, where one person goes in, shows off their moves. RJ is killing it. And by RJ, I mean RJ standing (laughs) is killing it. He's doing fucking You can see the wig almost fall off like five different times. But then uh, after he pops back up, he calls everybody in. So everybody's in dancing. And then he goes up to the the lock and... Black and uh, groove. Pop and lock. Pop and lock. Couple. Is that what we call them? Pop and lock. Pop one's pop, no one's idea. lock. One's pop, one's lock. And yeah. so he, he, yeah, he whispers them. And then you, you see him eye over at Kelly, and then you see him eye over at Jason. Go, we got it. Got it. So the girl goes to Jason. Come on, let's dance. He's like, oh, if I have to. Drags out the dance floor. The pop runs pop. up to Kelly. <laughs> He's like, come on, girl, dance. He's like, oh, I don't, I don't like to dance. Come on. Kelly's already been sexually assaulted once in the last one week, maybe uh, two months. Yeah, I, I know. who knows? But then he does this move where he like his heart is beating out of his chest. Yeah, that's a sweet move. And he go, and then he lays out and his then, hand like what, he's a mime. Suddenly, what, what woman could resist that? Move? I, I don't know. And she can't. That's all it takes. So they go out and they start dancing, and then they start maneuvering them closer together. Yep. And then they bump and then, uglies, and then pop and lock, fucking bail. Yep. And they push them together, and they're like, oh, you know, they, they try to play it off. You yeah. know. Jason apologi- finally like, apologized. Uh, he goes, finally, because Bruce taught him, it's not, you can admit you're wrong sometimes, because Jason was such a fucking douche earlier. Well, he poured out the glass of water, so Jason's forgotten everything, he's a, I think. He's a, Jason is like a glass of Diet Coke. That's how fucking zen he is right now. Now, now yes. Yeah. And he's like, I was an idiot. And she's like, well, yeah, you were. Whoop. You're not supposed to say that. You're supposed to say, like, you know, no, I wasn't. Yeah. No, you're an asshole. <laughs> but I, that rabbit, I love that fucking rabbit. So yeah. let's make this work. I mean, it, the only d- other it, guy in town is Dean. And Dean's it, a dude. it drowned in the pool, so I bought a new rabbit. But the spirit of the original well, rabbit. I got a guinea pig because that's what I wanted. <laughs> the rabbit but, died in the pool. I bought yeah. a guinea pig. Don't worry. You won't recognize it anyway. Cut to the chase. I love you, too. Let's cut to a different chase here. What have our villains been up to? They've been... I don't know it, what are they up just to? completely missing this whole time. Usually we see like a villain montage. Well, they're flying into Seattle. Oh yeah, Mister Big is flying in. This is like I'm gonna say he's yeah. Don Corleone. Oh, definitely. And you know, Ian. Wager, how important Seattle's dojo scene is to the mafia that the Don shows up for this big tournament. Yeah. So we see again that Ian wagered his dojo on a team fight. So it's going to be a three v three match. Three they fast. flew in business class. That's how important this is to the mob. 
So they're you know they're training. You see, uh, you see both sides of the teams. Like at first, you see, well, you don't see any Jean Claude. Jean Claude, exactly. He just bookends this movie. Yeah, he really does. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh so you you see the two teams fighting, training, and again, no Jean Claude. So none of them are training in nature, which we already yeah. know. You're you're, you're bound to lose. Yeah. Um. But then we just skip right ahead to the big match day. You know, they got the bingo hall. So, well, dojo. yeah. Well, no, it's like I think it's like a like a rec center. Maybe the yeah the, gym, rec center. the like junior high gym. Junior high gym. But definitely. they're making it sound like it's an arena, big time, and it's a straight up fucking high school gym. I mean, they sold the show out. They've we got... saw more people at the Ring of Honor show. We absolutely did. We're at this, but they're acting like it's the biggest show in the history of Seattle. I'll give you some stats here. Okay, it's sold out. 4,000 tickets. Literally said. <laughs> Not literally. Uh, TV crew. Present. Yes. Five cameras. National they, crew. They had the camera overhead. They had cranes. They had boom ESPN mics. ESPN is here. They had it all. Radio. Professional announcer. And, of course, who's sponsoring it? Coca-Cola. Of course. You see Coca-Cola ads is everywhere, that, everybody. Well, yeah, because they, well, they, they sponsor. We've learned they sponsor uh, uh, sword duels. Yes. And now there's that now kickboxing man. Was it the sword duels? Wasn't that Pepsi? It could have been. I remember Pepsi, it man. Could have I been think Pepsi. it was Pepsi. Whatever. People love their cola. In the <laughs> it doesn't matter. So our teams are gonna enter. But of course, this is a huge event, so they get their own music. They get their they're announcing it. The team weight is two hundred and eighty pounds. what there's three people. I was at two hundred and eighty pounds. <laughs> oh, sorry. Eight hundred and twenty three pounds. That's still too heavy. So we'll they call, we, we get is it's going to be a three on three tournament. Best out of three wins the heart and soul of the dojo scene in Seattle. I'm, yeah. I was shocked. Like, the, the, my, people say the mafia are bad. It's a pretty honorable thing. They're like, no, we'll put it on a on a kung fu or a karate uh, you know, tournament. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, they were being pretty honorable at this point. And we learn like not only that we we get teams, we get. The Seattle Sidekicks, which oh, are yeah. our boys, Dean, Frank, the black kid from earlier, and our man, Ian Riley, captain of the team. But how are they going to handle the Manhattan, I think they were the Maulers, they might have been the Marauders, but they were the Manhattan somethings. Yeah. I wrote it down. You wrote it down? Oh, you got you, you to look oh. this one up. You're very worried about this detail. Oh, man. If I had video right now of Murray just looking through his notebook, he's holding it over his head. The Manhattan Maulers. Manhattan Maulers. You got it. So, yeah, you know you're in for a treat when the Manhattan Maulers are in town. They're like the Globetrotters. And so the MC. They actually, John Clyde actually throws a bucket of confetti on somebody. (laughs) So the MC is announcing in the Maulers, and he's talking about how the match is going to be constructed, how it's going to be 1v1, you know, the three different people. They're, you know, they've already got them squared up and ready to go. And that's when our bitch ass Joey comes into the ring. He pushes the MC over. Of course, he sells it horribly, so he, like, flies over the ropes as if he's got super strength. Joey takes that mic and he's just like, "Look, Gator, uh, we got a we got a different thing going on here. See, we're from Manhattan. We don't do things like you backward Seattle people." Uh, Classic heel promo. Yeah, we're gonna spit on all of you. Your pizza sucks. Your ladies suck. And See, you know I want, what? I, I've had Seattle pizza. It does suck. I uh, believe it. I Most places that. don't have good pizza. Yeah. When I was in Milwaukee. 
terrible pizza. Wow, and they're so and, close to Chicago and us. I know. I was very disappointed in that. Yeah. So, um, and the place I went to had 5,000 reviews, four and a half stars on Google, well, which is crazy. Yeah, well, if you live in Milwaukee, that's the best pizza you can Probably. Have, so, to finish up his heel promo, he says, and you know what? I saw your Ian Riley, and he was making cutesy eyes with me earlier. I think he's a lady man. All right? He's got wow. nothing. And you know what? We don't even need three competitors who would easily wipe the floor with them. We'll need just one. And I'll announce them right now. I'm in the Russian. And then, dun, dun, dun. Oh, ready for this. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> As Jean-Claude comes in, he's got the, the robe with the hood up. And Ivan, Ivan Krashinsky, because he crashes into people, Ooh. I'm guessing. And people are like, holy shit, that's Ivan Krashinsky. That guy's a fucking murderer. Yeah. Everyone's kind of shook, but they're like, we're, we're, we're Seattle sidekicks. We can do this. Yeah. The, uh, like, you see fucking Jason, who's there with his dad, who both recognize, oh, this man just beat our asses. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't know when they said the Russian, when they walked in, I assumed they were talking about Jason because he's wearing a tracksuit. Yeah, Jason was wearing a very... And RJ's got that sweet Playboy Bunny t-shirt. Uh, what? Oh, that, I, was, that is such an... Oh, yeah, 80s Playboy I want a Playboy documentary on the character, uh, like, this, like what they were aiming for with RJ. I think no, that, that would be... That a, was like some hot shit to have the Playboy Rabbit logo dude, on your I shirt. Dude, I think that then. would be like an eight-hour Netflix series just trying to explain what they were going for with RJ. And he was just there to serve our white, our corny white guy. I, I, there's so and, many interesting choices. And like, fucking, like, uh, Jason's dad is like Dalton Castle's boys. He's fanning Jason because he just fucking loves Jason now. Yeah. He's like, I never knew how to love you, son, but now I know. And Jason's smug as shit, kind of like uh, Bruce Lee was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's a good point. And he he goes up to the sidekicks and he's like, guys, you cannot fight like, him. I know this guy. He crippled my dad. I couldn't beat him. And I yeah. can fuck you guys up. Yeah. He's like, I know you beat me already, but I'm different now. Watch this. I've been <laughs> training by myself for three months, two and, hours, and 12 mostly days. In I don't God, know. No one knows. But you, sh- you should have saw me at the playground. Holy I can tear fuck. some shit up. You know what I realized about this movie? You don't ever see a clock. Not even not in the background, <laughs> not a digital clock. When they're in the car, you don't see. The only no time clocks. you see a clock is when they count down the rounds for the fight. That's the only time you ever see a clock. That's that's the only time you see numbers <laughs> in this movie. Yes. That in uh, the headstone. Yes. Holy shit! What is this movie? Is bizarre. So so he's like, all right, I warned you, you know, and he takes a seat, and so if we start off. Start off with Frank, the black guy. Oh, no, it was Dean. It was Dean? I thought it was Frank. No, come on. Frank's number two. Okay. Dean's a bitch. Okay. But he's got great hair. And <laughs> Dean's like, hold my chain. Pulls off his Guido chain. Ugh. And Jean-Claude murders him in like two seconds. He drop kicks him out of the ring. Yeah. And like Frank's like, holy the, shit. I did like that because he does the wrestling thing where John Claude runs off the ropes, gets the momentum, and drop kicks Dean right in the fucking neck. You see him go flying out of the ring, and the ref leans. Uh, you see the ref. Like, I love a, that ref. Look at him. He like a giant, like. Donald Trump wig on. Yeah. Like this crazy blonde I, I, hair. I, I, I constantly, because when we were at Ring of Honor. There was this one Louis Anderson-looking fat ref, 
And one of the heel characters kept going, come on, Ted! Was it Ted? Todd. Todd. That's <laughs> even better. And so when that happened and you had that cut of the ref being like, hey, you lost. I was just like, come on, Todd. <laughs> of course he lost. So, so Frank is like, uh, I got to be somewhere. No, Frank, you can do it. I believe in you. You're the second greatest karate guy yeah. in Seattle. So, John right. Claude, of course, in his movies, he always does the split. So he heads to the corner. Yeah. And he does the splits across the middle I think ropes. everybody who's seen this movie remembers that. Oh, absolutely. And he's just got his arms crossed. He's looking like some villain it's, from Punch-Out. It's, it's super like, awesome. It does. It does. Uh, very, uh, it's very characteristic in such a small... He's super macho, man. I love it. I actually put that... That was a gif I put up on, on our criminally underrated tweet I put for this, this oh, episode, boy. which means we're going to have tons of downloads. So he somersaults out of his splits, and he's ready to fight Frank. And... Uh, once again, not as quickly as Dean, but he basically brutalizes the fuck out of Frank. Yeah. He's just like, yeah. how, does he, how does he finish him? I he mean, ends him with a huge roundhouse. Okay. What, the one where, like, when he gets hit, when Frank gets hit, like, his mouth guard goes out of his mouth, and you see, like, every Louis, like, it's a fucking constellation and a real dark spot. It reminds me of... we. We didn't we didn't talk about how uh, going back to that wrestling match we were at. Oh, okay. There was this, there was way too many. Well, Murray's got something to say. Guys. There was way too many Ric Flair chops on the chest. If you're oh, familiar with yeah. wrestling, they they slap because they do it because it makes a big noise. Yeah, they slap their chest. There was this black guy. He had some fucking bootleg generic peck jelly on because every time he got slapped that shit went flying off his chest like you could see it yeah and i'm like dude that's not merman product merman industries peck jelly yeah. our shit stays on your chest i'm glad you brought that up because and, it, and anything it absorbs kinetic energy of a slap i'm glad you brought that up because sometimes when you are peddling products like we do Right. You feel like a little ashamed, like, oh, my God, maybe this really isn't the best product. No. When I saw that and when we were leaving and you could see whatever <laughs> kind of petroleum jelly that was supposed to be, uh, you could just see it coating their faces and their eyes were burned out like someone spit cayenne pepper right. into them. And I'm like, yeah. fortunately, wherever we travel, we keep a jar of pack jelly with us. We're like, guys, yeah. take this. Well, the New Age Grand Brothers are always ready for a fight, so right. we had exactly. to have it on hand. And so we were like, guys, good show. Use this next time. Use this next time. So I'm right. waiting for them to tweet out a plug for us soon right. here. Cause you know, I think I, I'm pretty sure Dalton Castle won the next night because he used our Pectron I have Joey. to imagine. But getting back, time, to the, it's time for, getting back to the huge fight that we're just falling <laughs> over. It's time for round three. He's already taken out two of the Seattle sidekicks yeah. best. Now right. he's got to go for cruiserweight champion Ian Fucking Riley. And for for his oh, uh. <laughs> You're so excited. Hold on. Calm to give Ian credit. Find your he holds his own for a while. Like he, he makes does. it to the second round. He does. They it's, he does make it. a back and forth. And this is frustrating the fuck out of Ivan. Because Ivan's does. never even like lost a round, let alone a fight. Yeah, he's barely been kicked in his life. And so they, they like they go back and Ian's like, I think I can beat this guy. You know, like I got him on the ropes, and then and fucking uh, Jean Claude's doing the splits in the corner, and he's fucking furious. Yeah, and so, round two starts. Right, Ian delivers a kick, and you're like, "Wow, Ian really does 
have control. He's figured out. He's been able to watch two people get destroyed by him. He's right. learned well, something. He, he's, he's won a championship. He's not for a, sure. He's, no he's, he's no fool. So that's when uh, Joey chimes in. And this is very much Joey's no retreat, no surrender chant. He just goes, Hey, Ivan, murder him! Kill him! <laughs> and that's, yeah. And that's, that's, you see, like, the sparks go out in uh, uh, Ivan's eyes. Yeah, and Ivan loses his shit and, like, pushes uh, Ian into a corner. And this undoes, like, a turnbuckle. And start strangling Ian. It's nuts. He found oh, there was a chain. There was a chain link yeah. hanging out there, and he strangles and him. And like it. guys in the world of wrestling, we know you have a, to a four count. You can cheat yeah. for four seconds. Yeah, four seconds, but not in the world of kickboxing. So Todd, the referee, disqualifies him. He's like, you can't do that. And then fucking yo, Jean Claude Ivan. He's like a bull in a china shop. He doesn't care. Who lives? Who well, dies? Who wins? Who loses? Like that, that broke the hypnotism. So he's he's set on murder. He's literally going to murder him. Yeah, he's he's taking Joey a little too literally. Oh yeah, Joey's like fuck. I just want you to win. Maybe that's why we only see John Claude twice in the movie. He was ready to murder Dad at the beginning. Now he's ready to murder anybody in front of anybody because he's just like, oh no, that guy murdered him on his own. I didn't have anything to do with it. So he just throws Todd out of the fucking ring. Yeah, one handed. And then he just starts, I don't know, what does he do to, to Ian? And he beats he, his ass. He is, like, punching his neck. You're seeing, you're seeing like, his spine start to stick out of his back. It's getting graphic as fuck. Kelly is there. She is. Well, first, cowardly fatty. Even fatty, who's a yeah, bitch. Yeah, right, fatty. Starts biting Jean-Claude's shin. Uh, this character arc for fatty <laughs> is more and more interesting. <laughs> I looked up the actor. I feel, I, I seriously feel for this actor. Because apparently he, he was like uh, uh, he suffered from agoraphobia, so we didn't leave his house. He didn't like his dad was like, "Oh, come on, play some football, son." He didn't. He, he couldn't get into that. He was like horribly depressed, and finally he ended up like his mom realized, "Oh, you like this? Why don't you try uh, doing the acting club?" And that sparked it, and he it, that like uh, healed him of his agoraphobia. He started getting out. And then he did four movies four years in a row. He did more than our man Don Nyon did. Yes, he's he's probably the most prolific actor outside of John Claude (laughs) in this movie. Kent Lippman or something like that. Well, he's no longer with us. But four movies. It was like this came out in '86. He did one in like eighty. Die because from eating cake. Probably. Okay. Probably grabbed too many cakes. Eighty-five, eighty-six, eighty-seven, eighty-eight. Four years in a row, and then was done. Well, are you sure he's dead? Because we thought Matt Hannon was dead, too. And yeah, that's maybe... a good point. But anyway, get... Fatty gets kicked in the face. So... But a valiant effort, he tries. So finally, then Kelly, because yeah. it's her brother, as you pointed out earlier. Yeah. So she grabs a stool, and she's going to hit Jean-Claude over the back. Jean-Claude catches her just like a wrestling move, where she's like, yeah. just about to. He turns her around and like starts to like pull her hair back. So she's... So up until now... Jason has been totally fine yeah, just seeing cool. everyone get... I mean, I get to understand uh, Dean, because Dean was a dick to him. Yeah. But Ian's been cool. I mean, Ian's the fucking brother of his love of his life. And he's like, well, I haven't fucked her yet, so you can't hit her. Yeah. So he jumps in the ring, fucking kicks Jean-Claude back. Jean-Claude's like, what? And then he just, like, cocky as ever, like a, like a, like a young Bruce Lee. 
Yeah. Undoes his fucking track shirt, rips it off, got the fucking tank top yep. on. Tucked in, of course. And then does the Bruce Lee move where he's like, yeah, come he's, here he's move. Got, he's got his hands spread out and he does the come here. And so they go, this is like the first, they, they have unofficial rounds. They kind of spar for a little bit. Well, yeah, this is a fight to the death. Oh, this yeah. Isn't, this isn't a rounds. Oh, no, yeah. I'm saying yeah. it's like rounds. Uh, so they, they, they do their first little uh, foyer into fighting here. They're taking, like, Jason is too good. Way better than John well, Claude remembered him. Bruce fucking Lee. From maybe a week ago, maybe two months ago, <laughs> maybe a year ago. Who knows yeah, how long it's been. We don't know how long he's been training, but it's enough. Yeah. So they, you know, John Claude's like shaking off. He's pissed off. Jason steps back. Well, this he is does, the thing. This, that John Claude is what Jason used to be. Yeah. He is not in control. His chi is all the fuck You're out right. of whack. You're right. His chi is everywhere. And it's, 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 his his charism is thrown ev- yeah. going everywhere. Ch- uh, charism, charism is spewing. <laughs> charism is spewing, <laughs> and yeah. So this is like we're seeing like it all like the beginning of the movie to the end. We're seeing it's, it's, it's as amazing, it's beautiful. It's like they're just putting it all together. Yeah, and so this is where Jason like ta- you know does the Bruce Lee and. Um, he does that stance again for the second time. You get those crazy flashbacks where we, like, we always see in those, those movies oh, where we're yeah. seeing him training and then using the moves. Yep. And th- th- this is still in the separation. So John Claude looks at him. He's like, oh, you got pretty good. He's like, no, he goes, yo, good. And he goes, I get better. Oh, yeah. And then he does a little come he, hither yeah, move. Yeah, come hither. So they go for un- 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 unofficial round two. And John Claude's starting to get a little bit more edge, but not enough. And finally, like, Jason lands another kick. So John Claude's like, fuck this. Steps back. He still has gloves on and the feet protectors on. So he rips them off, rips his shirt off. And he's like, all right. Slaps petroleum jelly across his chest. He gets a nice layer on there. And he's like, you ain't going to stop this. I love this. Although... The core, we never we haven't even mentioned the choreography of this movie. It is pretty good compared to a lot of the movies we've done lately. Yeah, yeah. it is good, but the problem with it is it's always uh, sped up. Yes, and I noticed this, that too. Yeah, and this scene, it's hard not to. Yeah, and this scene especially so, but it's still kind of it. It's not jarring enough. But John Claude is like a man on cocaine at this point. He's like ringing off the ropes. He's fucking delivering these crazy knees and shit. He is destroying Jason. He's he, finally he, got he his actually, edge. like in pro wrestling, he ties him up in the ropes. Yeah. So he's like mer- he's like at his mercy. Yeah. And then and he's delivering these elbows to his face. It's it's devastating. And finally, after five minutes of just getting those elbows to the face. RJ, like well, like every great movie finale, RJ does what the only thing that could really amp somebody up. He screams the title of the movie. Much like Lionheart, where he goes Lionheart, and then Jean Claude gets pumped up. Kickboxer, I don't know if he said that. Bloodsport, <laughs> undefeatable. I, re- I remember all these, and I love it. <laughs> I love it. And he says he just whips this out. Yeah. Amazing. Love it. And that, and now I love it. Jason loves it because he snaps out. He somewhat gets out of those ropes. 
pummels the fuck out. He's like, he sped up, but he's still doing it. Yeah. He's pummeling the fuck out of Jean-Claude, and then he kicks Jean-Claude. Jean-Claude grabs the leg, though. And you're yeah. like, what the fuck's he going to do? And then we get that flashback. Yep. The move that makes you the master of your domain. And I actually forgot. after Before we saw Enter the Dragon a month ago, I forgot that Bruce Lee does this move. I thought this I thought this was an original move for this movie. Bruce Lee does do this move, yeah. obviously, because he teaches it to him. The backflip where he kicks him in the face. Jean-Claude goes flying out of the ring. Everybody rushes the fucking ring. Picks him up. A lame-ass crowd surf. They drop him three times. I'm not even kidding. They drop him like three times when they're trying to like raise him over their heads. Well, they're not. They do. They weren't trained by Bruce Lee. Oh. And then it just fucking ends. And that's where we see Jean-Claude Van Damme plays this totally different name. Yeah. <laughs> I love that he was the first credit in the credits. He was the second credit. Oh, okay. First one was Jason. Okay. Which it should be. If you're the star, you should get. You know. That was a joke, though. It was John well, Claude still gets the credit, even though Chase. Yeah, and it was. That flew over my head. That's okay. So. We, uh, uh. Griff. We're done with this movie. I loved it. Go check it out. It's on YouTube. Yeah. We Would clearly. You, every cut is good. So, Griff, requests. We don't do requests often. Because, quite frankly, we don't give the fuck what other people think. If we wanted, if we cared what other people think, we'd listen to podcasts and not do them. But we've got a fan who has been clamoring for a movie for us to do for the longest time. And I feel like, I hope she's a regular. Because if she's like an intermediate listener, I'm not going to feel good about this. But if you're a regular, we're going to give it to you. It's a Golden Globus movie, and we've been needing to do one for a while. That's true. So, uh... Emily, if you're listening, it's happening. <laughs> We're going to do the movie you've been wanting us to do. She wanted us to do this movie so much, she offered to send us a DVD, I, which I love. I appreciate that's commitment. I like that. Yeah. I love that kind of commitment. Emily, we're doing America 3000. I love my post-apocalyptic movies. So I'm excited. I've seen some I want to say this, though. Don't get bummed oh. out if we don't like it, because you know we give honest opinions. So I, you know, we don't pull, pull, pull punches. And if, I, if you want to come on and fucking defend it, contact us. We can work something out. I don't care. It's true. But, yeah, so it's America 3000. It's a goal, It's another good one from Golan Globus. Looking forward to it. So, And that's also on YouTube, by the way, if you want to check that out. And do that, and we'll see you next week. And we will always keep it warm.